This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. So through the fire, young health, health is wealth. We laugh, we live, let's get into it, man. Rest in peace, Nip. rock in the background for a little bit man rest in peace neighborhood welcome back ladies and gentlemen episode 92 of this week in culture i'm your host Ant wood aka trinidad and aka quarantine luther king jr <laughs> i got my dog with me jay what up dog <laughs> oh that was that was got me off guard freestyle that too that, that was off the dome <laughs> Oh man, what oh, up, dog? It's Jay Johnson, aka Damn. They got me off guard. <laughs> oh oh shit. man, off the dome. That's where we at, man. And this week we review the Apple original film, The Bankers, starring Samuel L. Jackson and Anthony Mackey. But before we get into any of that, man, we want to say thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to everybody that support us, everybody who rock with us, and um. Big up to uh, to Nipsey Hustle, man. We lost Nipsey a year ago. A year ago today. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, around this right same around time. now. Yeah, it was right, right about this time, right man. Uh, last year, man, it, it was a rough day for us all. Right before what was that? Right before the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 man. Right before the Grammys. Um, shit, man. How we'll you say this, man. Now that's a tragedy. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and no one was looking forward to that at all. Mm-mm. But if it's somebody who benefited from that, it was Ghost. <laughs> this was the day that this nigga kissed Beyonce on the lips. And he was getting, they was going in was on the internet. Him. They was flaming And him. then Nipsey happened. Yeah. And then he got a reprieve. Yeah. But he, he gave a, he did the double back hug and then kissed, like kissed her twice. One, one. I wasn't trying to kiss her in the mouth. I was trying to get it, catch on the cheek. She turned her head and I, come on, Sean. Yeah. Uh, what's up with Jamie? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, it was like, oh, that's not Jamie. That's Ghost. Like, yeah, no, Ghost would definitely kiss her in front of That nigga was tripping this shit. Do I know? But, but, yeah. I mean, I'm just making fun yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh nah, man. It, it 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 caught bars on the internet and then, you know, shortly after it was like, Yeah, nobody's paying attention to that right now. Yeah. Like niggas Life was focused, changed. man. Um it was a, a a really, really just sad day, man. Like it seemed like 
you know, we didn't have a lot of these type of days recently. Um, with with the Kobe passing, I got my man uh, yeah. Nip the final call frame. I just framed it last week, man. Oh, that's what's it's up. been here for a year or so, but I just framed that joint last week. Yeah, man. Uh, that that Nip feeling. I don't know. I feel like that kind of set off like a real just wild chain of events over the last year, man. Man, in the last twelve months, so much has changed, though. Right. Our whole life different. What we was just talking about. Like we don't look at the world we live in right now. Nigga from last week to right now. Facts. <laughs> like it's I mean, we're gonna talk about the Ronnie and all that a little bit more. And it's funny because every time we get ready to pot, I'm like, dog, I don't want to keep talking about this shit. But then once you start thinking about it, like it's a whole you, new week. This this week in culture. Literally this is dominant. Every week, not only is it dominant, it's different. You know what I'm saying? I didn't lost loved ones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Over yeah. this. Now it ain't like now it's not like this thing that you see on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like I got family members who are going through it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the homies is right now in a respirator. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my uh, my former boss, former peer, no former boss turned peer, turned boss again, turned softboard softball teammate passed on Sunday. You know wow. what I'm saying? Wow. Like, Rest in peace. Now it's just like people here, people here. Yeah. Like if in real life, it feel like they don't snap this finger. Dog, um, my best friend hit me up mid last week, actually the day after we recorded, um, and told me his pops and his cousin were both in the hospital on respirators, and uh, you know, fighting for their lives, man. And um, I know his dad improved. His cousin's still going through it. His dad's still there. Yeah. But he showed improvements. His um, his fever went down. Body temperature got back uh, close to normal. So he was showing improvements. His cousin still going through it, man. He putting up a hell of a fight. But it's it's real life God scary out him, here, man. man. God yeah, bless dog. Him. Like it's 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 not. You know, I know. Uh, and we we talked about this last week. Like people going joke. People on meme, they gonna do what the internet does no matter what happens. The internet's gonna do something, but don't take that uh as us taking it lightly, man, because the shit is real. It's hitting everybody close to home. Um shit. I'll be honest, man, I'm scared. Yeah. And it rightfully so. Like rightfully so. I'm scared because I still gotta go to work. Yeah. I would literally rather be in the crib never going out. Yeah. However, I gotta go out to work every day. Yeah, you gotta face the elements that they telling us are stay home, stay causing home. this shit. Like, as much as we try to make it safe, you know yeah. what I'm saying for my employees and everything. Like, like I don't want to interact with people. Yeah. Um. Speaking of that, man, big shout out to you. Big shout out to all the the first responders. Big shout out to the doctors, nurses, hospital workers, um, all the staff. Who are still having to get up every day and physically go to work, man. Uh, y'all are having to brave some elements that are, like you said, scary. It's scary. Y'all having to go outside and, and deal with some stuff that they're telling us is lethal. And for whatever reason, uh, shit, big up to my mom. Like, my mom tried to put in FMLA just so she could take off to be with my dad. And they denied it because they like you essential. You got to be at the hospital every day. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? They ain't letting nurses go home. They ain't letting nobody do what they got to do. So uh, big, big salute to everybody who's having to get up, go outside every day, and hopefully make it home, man. This shit is real. And um, shout out to everybody who's going through the struggle right now who is not, quote, unquote, essential in someone's eyes. Yeah. But um, now is out of work for, yeah. for some months. Yeah. Or, or for weeks, months. Who knows? 
man, we uh, we've been having meetings since Monday at my job. It's kind of funny just talking about how every week is something different that we got to come back and report on. Nigga, two Fridays ago, my job was like, yo, be glad y'all work in advertising. This is a, a recession-proof job. And then now two Fridays or two Fridays done passed since then, we talking about furloughs. They asking who can voluntarily furlough before we start having to figure out if we need to put niggas up. And I'm like, you know, shit, three to five month furlough, man. Like, that's what they talking Potentially, man. You know what I'm saying, like it's it's large corporations. I got folks who, in the big three, then yeah. took a twenty percent discount, yep. yeah, and they pay for X amount of months. So we'll pay, yeah. we'll give it back to y'all next year sometime. Yeah. They asking us to do that too. They literally laid that on the plate on the table. They said, figure out. We ain't made no decisions now, but figure out if you could take a pay cut, reduce pay. If you could take a furlough, or if you could do reduced hours, so you could still make your same amount of money, but you work fifty percent, so now you essentially make it half. So like, <laughs> yeah, like that's that overfund. Under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They trying to they trying to make something look that's like that, it uh, is that smoky math. When yeah, you yeah, count yeah. the two hundred, like turn like it over. Hundred twenty, hundred forty. <laughs> um, yeah, man. They they trying to really, and it's funny because I I know a few people hit me up like, yo, I'm thinking about just telling them niggas, let me work twenty percent of the time, make a couple dollars, and then just take a break. Like, cause also niggas are tired. Fam. Like mentally Motherfuckers is stressed out And they like, damn near like I don't want to work I almost want to tell you The thing is I want to take a 14 day quarantine Yeah Yeah You know what I'm saying Like like, let me make sure I'm good And not even Because you dealing with something On the, the Coronavirus end of it You just need a break <laughs> Like niggas mental When you're mentally drained It'll physically drain you 100% and, and it's funny man Like I've been dealing with a headache For like two days and it won't go nowhere. And it's like, because every day you finding out something new, somebody else, you know, got it. Somebody didn't pass from it. Prominent figures are passing from it, specifically here in Detroit, man. Um, man, I want to shout out uh, as in a disrespectful shout out <laughs> uh, to whatever whole ass nigga thought this was a good eye fucking deal. Um, and that would be uh, Fox to Detroit. OK, look what they posted. You see this wow. the, a picture wow. of a picture of the Detroit wow. police chief who has come who down just with the, got it. Yeah. And he used his picture and it says Detroit police captain dead due to coronavirus. Like why would Say, they do that? Like why would you use his picture though? James Craig ain't dead. Like why would you why would you do that? Yeah, dog? that's how <laughs> And when I look, I'm like, oh fuck. They yeah. just he, we just found out that, that was he had Sunday. Like, yeah. That's why would you do that? That's flagrant as hell. And, like, and, and the article was talking about the gentleman who did lose his life that they reported on already. Like, why yeah. would y'all do that? Yeah, that's but that's social media. That's the, the media. Because who, who wasn't gonna click on that? Yeah. When you think the you you see he the chief, but this said yeah, cap. You just yeah. Immediately you gonna look at the picture. You ain't reading that caption. You're going to look at that picture and see the word dead, and you going straight to that. You see Detroit police, his dead. picture dead. Yeah, that's yo man. <laughs> big, like, why would you do that? Big dog? fuck you to whoever did that, man. And uh, prayers for for Captain James Craig, Chief James Craig. Um, you know, we wish him a speedy recovery and a fight through this as well, man. Everybody out there, we here for y'all, man. We we praying for y'all. Um, if you lost a loved one, I want to point this out too because I've seen a few people mention uh wishing that they could go to therapy right now. Um, just to have somebody to talk to, like people dealing with a lot of losses, whether it's their job, whether it's someone they know, um, take advantage of the virtual therapy sessions that are available. They have them locally. They have them nationally. They're out there. I don't, I don't have any like 
specifics in front of me right now because I just started this on the fly. But like, do your Googles, man. Go out there and and see what's available to you. Uh, most of your job, most people's yeah. jobs have like a, a number yeah. and benefits that you know we don't know we don't ever use. Yeah, um, and, but it's there. But it's there. I will give a call. Yeah, you know. it's literally there. They sent an email out to us yesterday saying, "Yo, like." Because after they started asking about furloughs and work reduction and all that, they were like, yo, we know a lot of y'all are scared and won't step up and say it. Here goes some people you might could talk to if you yeah. really feel like you got to worry about something right now. Because it's an uncertain time for everybody, man. Um, so take advantage of the resources out there for your mental health, man. Take advantage of the opportunity that you have right now for your physical health. If you are at home, um, even if you're working, make sure that you're being as active as you can be in the home. Because uh, sitting around, that ain't going to do nothing for you, too. Like, I will tell you this, though. Yeah. Um, it's okay if you don't start a new business while we in quarantine. That is a fact. Like, it's okay if you don't learn how to do new recipes or if you don't read 22 different books yep. or if you don't like go through your phone and delete it. Like, it's okay if you just sit home and do nothing. Yeah. If that's yeah. the best thing for your mental health, I get so tired of people on the internet telling people what to do. If this yeah. is what you did, share your story. Yeah. Share your journey. Hey man, today I read this book. Yeah. I was glad I was able to strengthen my knowledge. Yeah. Not you need to get up and do that. Don't put the you should do that. Explain yeah. what you did. Share your I've stuff. I've been seeing and a whole moving. bunch of the memes like, yo, when y'all come on it, if this ain't taught you nothing else, this should teach you um that you should have started that bit. When we come up out of this don't be the one who never started that business. And it's like, what business? I ain't even want to start a business. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, glad I never, I, I'm glad I didn't quit my job and go full entrepreneur. Man. Cause my studio, we recording in my living room right now. Yeah. Quarantine headquarters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the studio closed. Yeah. People can't, people aren't coming in to yeah. record because of coronavirus. Yeah. Like so, it's, uh, I also do videography and photography. Yeah. People can't come out the house. I can't take pictures. Yeah. I can't video. Like, yeah. Shit, people can't be anywhere. You can't even if they could come out the house, y'all can't go nowhere. Yeah, like yeah. so, like yeah, it's okay. Nope. Don't make nobody feel bad because they never started that business. Yeah. Maybe this was the perfect time for them to. I'm glad I kept that nine to five. Yeah. Hey, and not only that, man, stop shitting on the nine to fives, dog. Like I, I don't, I talk about this a lot on my Facebook, but I don't know when we entered that era where it's like, yo, everybody gotta own a business, everybody gotta be a boss, everybody gotta like. It's a lot of Dame Dash type talk out here, and that's cool for the nigga that that works for. But for the nigga who gotta get up, go feed their family, and have some certainty, who needs some insurance, who don't want to worry about. If they're going to have a job at the end of this Corona, because a lot of niggas, their only security is the fact that they know they're going to have a job when all this ends. Thanks. It's a lot of entrepreneurs out here hurt right now because they don't have no business and they did quit that nine to five and now they struggling. And guess what? So like, I know people like, yo, you can't get evicted. You ain't had to pay this. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like that don't mean that this shit is free. Yeah. It means like when you finished all this shit, instead of your hundred dollars a month bill, yeah. now that bill's gonna be three hundred dollars. Yeah, because you still owe be, that. Your rent is gonna be two thousand. You, You're yeah. like so like you don't owe it now. That don't mean you no longer owe it. They not bypassing these payments. And I I literally just told somebody yesterday, continue making your pay. Nigga, don't stop. Don't not pay your rent. Don't not pay your your bills. Yo, I get maybe if you need to scale back or talk to them and make like an arrangement. Yeah. But don't just say fuck it, nigga. I can forfeit the next two to three That's to six months. Not at all, because you still owe that same exact amount you owe right now. Even if yo, so I posted yesterday, like right now, um, I put it on my Facebook. 
that a lot of companies are waiving interest right now. Mm -hmm. So depending on the type of loan you have and the type of credit it is, it might be valuable to you to make some real big payments and knock a chunk out of your principal balance Facts. right now. It could be. Now you have to know the type of credit that you have. You have to know the type of lender you're dealing with and see and if it makes sense. the type of money that you got coming in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to plan for the long and short term if you're going to take advantage of this. But it's a real big chance because some lenders is waiving interest through like September, October. Mm-hmm. You could really make a, a big dent in something that you owe. Niggas was hitting me like... Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's that's a waste of time. It ain't gonna matter though. And I'm like, hmm. Let me just see. So if you had 84 payments, man, um, and this was da da da, and now by the end, say 84 months out, yeah. you 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 actually end up paying this off at 78. Yeah. How yeah. come it? How yeah. it didn't? Because them extra fucking six payments went towards your principal interest or your principal balance. Pardon me. It's compounded daily, by the Fam, way. daily. And I'm like, would you rather pay towards your principal balance with zero interest or not pay shit and then get to when the interest is being counted back up and now your interest rate is higher? Because that's all they're going to do. That interest rate going to raise, nigga. Because when you come up out of all this, they're going to want their money back. Take advantage of the opportunity that you have in front of you right now, man. Man, I got to, because rent due tomorrow, right? Facts, facts. It's the first. Nigga sent me uh, my little... Receipt. They took twenty five percent off the rent. Jeez, I'm like, God bless you. That that's a blessing. Like in, God in bless this you. Time right here. Because when I got the notification, I was like, like, is this? Did I pay too much last month? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. What so, happened? Thought so you had an overage on there. Did they did they do older? Did they do like a, a, a auto pay and it wasn't nothing? Like, why is this cheaper than what I'm supposed? to Now look at it. They took twenty five percent off. So yeah. shout out to them, man. Yeah, man. But um. Shit, man. Everybody dealing with with the with the virus, Deroni, right now. Uh, in any way, whether it's impacting you personally, impacting your work, impacting somebody you know, man. Just know that we praying for you up here at the culture. We rocking with you. If you need help and you personally know me and Jay, um, still don't hit us up because we need help too. <laughs> but uh, just know that we we providing prayers for everybody who need them, man. And again, take advantage of whatever resources you got out there. If you do have some loans that you could uh maybe make some different type of payments on, look into your options, man. Because right now is definitely not the 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 time to avoid payments also look into because like uh, it's not a lot of people taking out loans right now yeah so yeah. banks or lenders may be um trying to entice you with yeah. lower than normal interest rates yeah facts so you should might can refinance that you might be able to take yeah. out a loan at a smaller interest rate than what you have now yeah take that money pay, pay that off back. the other one yeah when you pay off that other one um yo depending on what it is your credit balance is like oh shit your capacity just raised yeah now i'm gonna raise your your credit yeah, limit, I mean, you your, your credit score, and then you fuck around and take another look. Like it's a no, game. it's 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 a whole <laughs> game, and it's something that is funny. Um, uh, probably a month ago, I posted on the gram. Like over the past year, my credit score has gone up ninety points. Yeah. Um, and it's because I had to start self educating on types of credit. What types of credit need to be paid off? What needs to be at a thirty percent? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people be in a rush to pay something off, and it's like, that might not be the best thing for your credit score. You Facts. don't know, but you got to start doing your research and that's doing your homework. Your, that's your oldest line of credit. Now it ain't there no more. Yeah, now your you shit paid it off. Yeah, like, niggas can lose 80, 90 points behind that type shit. Right? I, 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 my shit jumped up 100 points about a year or so ago, probably yeah. about two years ago, just because I moved some money around. Yeah, I, and that's literally I didn't it. do nothing yep. other than just, let me borrow this, to yep. pay this, to move this to here. 100 points yep. 
And that's like <laughs> with, with credit cards, because I, I have three credit cards. One of them I don't use at all. Um, but I just I keep it literally at 30 percent at all times. Um, the other two I kind of use, I fluctuate them. But what I do every time I get paid, I just pay. Yeah. I put that check right on the credit card, pay that off, cover well over the, the interest. And then it's like, all right, you keeping them at a good enough balance. But I, mean, I pay my rent on my credit on the card. credit card on my apple yeah. on my apple card because i'm getting that back i'm yeah. getting one percent back yeah we want to make sure that like again that we have a, a real understanding i know because i've been this dude a lot of us run away from debt we avoid it we don't pick up that phone when they calling they blowing you up from them 800 numbers we don't want to answer it we don't want to reply to them emails and but it's like oh you don't want to open that letter but it's like open yo, that shit man see what your <laughs> options are and open right now even though we in dire fucking times, we have a lot of options as the consumers on a lot of these loans. On a, Even like a, I had a friend, she told me her credit score, I went up and she started looking for a car immediately. And I'm like, I feel you. Hey, you need a whip? Nigga, get out there. Yeah. And then she went, looked at a car, applied for it, and then she went somewhere else because you got 14 days. But here was the thing, though. She didn't know you had 14 days for that one hit. To cover like basically when you go and you apply for a loan for a car you need to go to everywhere you plan on applying for a loan and apply within 14 days because after day 14 any uh credit in- inquiries after that tell you what i told they're gonna hit you when the new hires and shit was going through a bunch of shit at work yeah it's like listen at the place that i work i know what one of the three creditors we use for our credit bureau yeah, yeah. so i say go to these banks and find out not these banks to the to dealership, the dealerships. Yep. Find out which one of those credit bureaus that they work. that they use. Mm, yep. Because I have my credit score. Yeah. For all three bureaus, right? Yep. But I need to know which is, and then go to them and say, okay, well, listen, because you know what your credit score is. Yeah. If I want this car and my credit score is this, tell me what the percentage is going to be. You're not about to run my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been selling cars all fucking day. You mm-hmm. know what a. 640 gets yeah yeah facts you know what yeah, I'm saying? if you don't yo finance person does yeah. <laughs> like you can so find this go up. find out yeah, facts i know you use transunion yep. go find out yep. what a 640 because i'm not about to have you run my shit yeah, yeah, yeah. and you about to and oftentimes we go into the situation as if they about to do us a favor hey i got approved for a car yeah no nigga you about to earn this fucking money you want to make three thousand dollars off this commission well go tell me how much this gonna be yeah, because if you won't, I'm going directly across the street and I'm gonna ask this same question. Because I'm buying a car today. The question is, are you gonna buy? Are you gonna make the commission off of it yeah. or somebody else? The best thing to do is find out who they use to run their credit. Yeah, they they know the A, the B, the C. You know what? You know all these lots they go to. Hey, listen, who y'all use? Oh, here's my credit score with such and such. Mm-hmm. I'll get. I'll let you run it. Yeah. After we discuss After this you shit. figure out what that's going to be. Yeah, Don't man. give um, it to them. Yeah, yeah. And and again, once you've actually done the, the credit inquiry, once they run your credit, you have 14 days to make a decision because after day 14, there will be a new inquiry running your credit. And that new inquiry... So my, my point I was bringing up with my homegirl, her credit score went up. She went to go see what she could get on the car, what interest rate, what the payments would be. And then she kind of lollygagged over the next two weeks and then went like, three or four weeks later thinking that that same inquiry she got that first time would be valid. Now it was not. Now you've taken two hits on your credit. Now your score that just increased has dropped twice. So then when she went and did a third inquiry, they said you aren't even approved. 
because your score just went down. Yeah. Now I look like, damn, all these creditors looking at your account and uh, they not giving you nothing money. Like, we don't trust you either. Yeah. So um, all that to say, man, just study what's going on with these creditors and these lenders, especially in a time right now where they going to be coming at you. They finna be offering you a lot of shit that may or may not be beneficial to you. Make sure you Thanks. know what it is. They're going to be offering you loans that you don't need, but you think you do because you in a crunch. Figure out what's best for you, man, because right now it's a lot going on in the world. Economically, it's a lot of companies who are going to be trying to find ways to make up money that they're losing. They losing billions of dollars a day. Wall Street is going through it. So make sure that you have a deep understanding of where your credit lies, where your finances lie. Understand you. Me and Jay have talked the last two weeks about 401ks and stocks. Understand what you're dealing with with, with your 401k and your stocks and and all that type shit, man. You see, they, they said they was waiving the penalties and shit mm-hmm. for that shit? Yeah, and as they should. But Yeah, man, just know where your money's at and, and know what it's doing. A little bit, man. <laughs> that shit was so funny when I released <laughs> to the pod last week. That nigga Jay got hyped for a minute. He said, oh, wait. <laughs> he said, oh, wait. Nah. Oh uh, man, so what else going on in the culture? Hey man, uh we we shouted out D Nice last week. Well deserved shout out. This week we got the producer and the writer battles on the gram. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and that shit was lit. I'm not gonna lie. I had a ball all week oh, on Saturday people's lives. Was, <laughs> nigga. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> and I cried. I oh cried. man. Um we had I mean last week. Tuesday or Wednesday, we had Swiss Beats and Timberland. Yep. They battled, which was great. Um, Man, them niggas' catalog is, like, ridiculous. Uh, We had Boy Wonder and Hit Boy on Friday. Sean Garrett. and Yeah, that was a battle. That was a battle. That's man. when they had a little snippet yeah, with Sean. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Should we give him that? Hold up. Can I find it? Let me see how quickly I, I can. It. Oh, you got it? Yeah, I got it yeah, on deck. Gonna, uh, you got the, the joint. Oh, it's right there. Oh, I'm like, there we go. Give y'all this little snippet, man. I just happen to have this shit on deck. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Shout out to Detroit song, Big Shine. What up, dog? What? Stop playing with me, bro. Yeah. Hey, I like that. I got some new shit, too, though. A lot of niggas love this nigga flow, too. Alright. Of all days to play this too. Play it. Man. Rest in peace to my nigga Dipsy, man. Shout out to the uh, motherfucking Detroit too, Big Sean. Nigga, brand new shit. What's up? Hell yeah, bro. Detroit too, man. Shout my nigga Big Sean. Fuck rap, I'm a 
That's cheating. Nigga said I was birthed in a C-section. Dog. Bars. Come on, bars. man. Come on, man. Hold up, man. One more fucking time for the road. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, Saturday, who we had? Oh, Saturday was the dream and, and Sean Garrett, yeah. <laughs> which was wild. Sean Garrett, wild. <laughs> <laughs> who knew he was this way? <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea. So the this I don't, I don't know Sean Garrett personally, but I met him a few times when I lived in Atlanta, and um, I know a bunch of people who worked with him. And the the running sort of conversation about Sean Garrett was obviously talented writer, like superstar level talented, but it was um he carries a chip on his shoulder because he wants to be a an artist. He doesn't want to just be a writer. He wants to be an artist. And he's tried to come out I remember several times. Several, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it just never popped. Um, little known fact, that joint, the Mario and Gucci joint, that was supposed to be Sean. He wrote it for himself. And then it was like, yo, this might get off a little bit hotter with Mario. Like, so we gonna get this to Mario, nigga. Gonna sell that. You can get your verse on it. But that was all supposed to be Sean Garrett featuring Gucci. And uh, he apparently, man, the, the chip that he carries on his shoulder, we all got to see it last Saturday because that nigga was just, he was tight. He was drunk. He was high. Yeah. He was in a different weird zone. He dog. was facial expression. He fuck was, up. yeah, he was lip singing and licking his lips and biting his lips and doing his lips and looking at Dream crazy. Did you hear the Dream version of Holy Grail? Nigga, you want to talk about shit that's on deck? Hey. I was like, whoa. <laughs> now, granted, I think I like the quote unquote original better yeah. because I just know what it's up. But I don't necessarily. It, it, hey. Hey. No, no, no. <laughs> this, y'all finna hear it. Hold up. Because uh, that yeah. shit was. Here we go. favorite song first of all that song is mad underrated and i just want to point that out second of all not only is it underrated that album don't that, like get an album no magna carta was my shit that's one of nigga. my favorite j albums i love magna carta like people act like that's not a good album people call magna carta bad like the, like, like they was putting it on kingdom come level 
Like, no, this is one of my favorite J albums. Yeah, no, I, I fuck with Magna Carta. I was very I just, excited when Dream played that. I do like, I do like the Justin. Yeah, yeah, Justin killed it. Dream can't sing. Yeah, like, like, we know this. He going to auto tune the fuck, but he can write his motherfucking ass off. And uh, that, and he didn't sound bad on that at all. It actually T- sounded way more dramatic. Timberland did did his thing on there, didn't he? On the uh, on the piano, he yeah. did the keys. Yeah, yeah because yeah. Timbo added. Because mm-hmm. he did the original beat The whole nine yeah. yard But Timbo added his flair on there Tim did the drums yeah. That's what he did on there Because even when Holy Grail Yeah Blue yeah. told me remind Like it had to come in like, Yeah He did the drums on there man Um, And then my personal favorite Battle of the weekend uh, Neo and Jonte Austin dog. Yeah Like So Jonte Austin Again More of my Atlanta period That decade I was down there He was somebody I got to meet Really nice guy He had a single That I used to rock Heavy back in the day It wasn't really like big But it was big in Atlanta He from down there I heard it all the time Great song That nigga Jonte Has written so much shit uh, Apparently um, Jonte Neo Yep Dream Dream and Sean Garrett and Sean Garrett have wrote every song They've in the last every song you years. heard. No, with Jonte, you got to take it back further, and that's what I loved about his battle with Neo. Come on, this nigga was writing for fucking Ideal. You remember Ideal, nigga? Like yeah. this nigga was writing for Tony Braxton, like early Aaliyah. Like he he wrote all the Aaliyah shit that we loved that R. Kelly didn't write. Like come over, come on, nigga. Like you know who don't get her fucking respect? Who that? Mariah Carey. Mm. Did you know Mariah Carey writes all of her songs? Except for the ones Jonte Austin wrote. Well, those <laughs> were uh, well, she did them. They were covers. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote yeah. like the original, yeah, yeah. and she covered the other person, person. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But other than yeah. that, like she no, literally Mariah's- writes all of her shit. And if you want to look at like record sales, she sold more records. One than of the it. biggest artists ever. Period. Ever. More records than Beyonce. And we it, know how much Beyonce sells. If it weren't for the Travis Scott and Drake song. Uh, I can't think of the name of that shit But if it wasn't for that Last year coming out and taking over the fucking charts And then um, What's the other dude The Cowboy song the, Yeah that dude Old Town Road Not If it Nas weren't X. for them Lil Nas X Travis Scott Drake and Lil Nas X Knocked Mariah Carey down She had still had the most uh, Number one Weeks at number one on the Billboard charts With One Sweet Day with her and Boyz II Men no, Just do yourself a favor yeah, Mariah go got to that Mariah catalog. Carey Wikipedia yeah, and look at the record sold, not just in America, worldwide. Mm. I'm talking about she just sold like four, five hundred yeah. million records. She's a global icon, but in the recent years, because she ain't had a lot of, I don't gotta do nothing else for the rest of my life. Oh, she don't have to do shit. But again, so we dealing with this era of social media, right? And in the social media era, it's what have you done for me lately? I ain't heard you in a while, so I ain't gonna respect you and hold you to that regard. Yeah. And it's like, nah, put some respect on Mariah Catalog, bro. Like, she not, this ain't for games, nigga. And she definitely not for play play, but hell of a weekend, man. Jonte Austin and Neo got busy. Um, now, here goes a battle I wanna see. Who that? Well, two. Uh, somebody said, can we get a Diddy versus JD? Nigga. Cause I'm here for it. That'd have to be at the end of the Roni. Like, you know we'd have saying? to know the Roni is ending. So everybody could be in attendance, dog, because that's a battle. Man. But what I really, really, really want, I want to see Fifty Cent versus Ja Rule music. Because mm. Ja Rule is getting Fifty Cent the fuck out of here, dog. I oh, want hits, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like he is getting him the fuck out of here, dog. Now, yeah, y'all can say what the fuck y'all want, but Ja is getting Fifty the fuck out of here with hit records, dog. Yeah. 
But I said that back when them niggas was battling. Like, yo, why don't nobody fuck with Ja Rule no more? Like, nigga, hit for hit, he gonna kill 50. No, fit to... Hey, we like him. <laughs> okay, we like him and all, but... Jaws yeah. get him the fuck out no, of here. No, 50, 50 is my man, but um, it's it's a reason that, you know, I I say after Get Richard Dad Trying, man, a lot of... So G-Unit had one of them runs that, uh, like, I feel like Bad Boy had, Rockefeller had, where, like, once you really develop your label and then all the other artists start coming out, them first albums for everybody were classics. 50s first. Uh, Lloyd Banks first. Tony Ayo yeah. first. Lloyd Banks first is my shit. Um... What's the uh, nigga was fucking with trannies? Um, <laughs> young Buck album. Young Buck first album. That, that okay. shit was it. Like, and then it was like once they came back to that second round, yeah, it wasn't really hitting like that. Cause Fifty when he that second album wasn't get Richard out trying. <laughs> like, I don't like it. I didn't really like no Fifty album after that. I liked certain songs, but it wasn't it wasn't hitting. We was arguing on the internet with Cheyenne last week about the massacre. Right, like, shit. fam, I went through the first seven tracks and I like two songs. Man. And that's usually when I tap out. It's usually when you should tap out. The shit was boring, dog. It wasn't a. Ba- and I remember that was at the height of Fifty Mania, G Unit Mania. That's when you niggas start first wearing the I tank top. Piggy Bank was trash. It was nigga. Piggy deep clank, piggy deep clank. Look what goes into uh, my piggy deep bank. It was horrible. Get the fuck out of this weekend. It was. I remember when I walked back in my dorm room. I was in college when the massacre dropped. And uh, I walked to my dorm room. My roommate was playing it. Shout out to TK. Um, nigga, I hated it. Like, I walked to my room because he had went and bought it. I had class. If anybody besides him dropped that song, y'all would get that shit the fuck out of here, dog. Mm-hmm. That shit is weak. 50, after that first album, after that, he was a singles artist. He was. It was a good enough single to get hype around the album. Now, granted, he said he get his first G Unit album was his second album. Yeah, you should have caught it for yourself because yeah. the G Unit album was straight. Then you would have had two yeah. classics. Yeah, facts. That's a fact. But nevertheless, man, Fifty and Ja Rule would be hilarious. But I'm gonna tell you why Fifty will win. It ain't gonna be because of music. It'll be the antics. He'll do some shit during they little live. Like if they were to do that, he'll talk over Ja. Like he'll like bully that nigga. I feel like he been because that's how he been. Getting off Cause he been putting himself Out there more If Jai just play the music Cause you know Our age right When he start hitting yeah. When they start Even the songs That he was featured on We're from that era though. Come on dog And that's again We dealing with the same kids Who don't know Mariah Carey Like that Like mm. Somebody was saying uh, We need that Brandy versus Monica <laughs> I'm like no we don't The nigga. boy is my We've had that for 30 years <laughs> Niggas nigga. is still fighting right? I don't need them To keep that going dog um, Nah Diddy and Jermaine Dupri Is like I'm, I'm really looking for that Like if they do that Or figure out a way to do it Cause I know JD got a minute Can we do a This is this is tough Uh-oh. Oh shit Oh shit Can we get a T.I. versus Jeezy Oh that hey, Jeezy a, album I ate too. Did you listen to that yet? Have not. That shit is straight. And I'm a nigga who has tried to figure out why niggas was still fucking with Jeezy for a long time, nigga. You know who who going damn near lose no matter what? Who that? Ross. Anybody versus Ross. It's gonna be a tough night, dog. You can you can't. It's gonna be a tough Yo. fucking night. Anybody versus Yo, Rick Ross. Ross is my guy, man. My girl hates Ross too, so I'll be feeling bad like if I'm playing Ross around. But it's like, dog, listen to this Are flow you not, over do these, you hear this shit? over this production, dog. But yo, Ross would be a nice battle versus Luxury anybody. Drug to oh my rap. god, 
Nigga, oh, yeah. it's a long night. Somebody was saying too, because after the uh, the Timberland and Swiss Beats battle, somebody was like, "Man, you know, them niggas is legends." But they was like, "It's a point that Timberland reaches where it's just like he can go into too many different bags. Like when you can go from fucking uh, some hard thug shit to genuine, nigga. It's like, all right, you might get Swiss the fuck out of here." They yeah. was like, "What other producer could do that?" I said y'all niggas ain't never heard of Pharrell and Kanye, nigga. It'll be a long day for Timbaland, dog. Like, a long-ass day. And I fuck with Timbo heavy, man. But I'm like, uh, Pharrell and Kanye might get this nigga out of here. Facts. Because soon as Pharrell dropped grinding, niggas. Then he come back with the 702. <laughs> Nick. I still love you. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh, <laughs> that shit was great. But no, it was a great week for the culture uh, musically, man. We got to see some of our geniuses displayed in a manner that... Like with Jonte Austin, niggas, it was so many people who didn't know who he was prior to that and was like, oh, Neo about to get this light skinned nigga out of here. That nigga wore a tux to the battle, nigga. While drinking wine. <laughs> and and Duce. He had wine and Duce on deck. And uh like an adult, like I'm, a grown man. Yeah. And I, I, I like their energy, dog. Him and Neo were very respectful of one another. Like yeah. like Dream and Sean Garrett. I was like, y'all niggas should have just fought. Sean Care was too much. Y'all Dream was like, fought. now go. Let's go to the disrespect before we move on. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I don't know what's wrong with you niggas. Yo, niggas is talking about. I ain't know you at Usher. Yo, Usher. Come on, dog. Versus. Yeah. Come on, dog. <laughs> now, now granted, we already know it. Now and you know I don't even gotta play no songs. <laughs> I, I was gonna play some songs, but I don't gotta do that. I'm going to tell y'all how I feel. Y'all know how I feel. Everybody know me. I think Trey Song's the worst singer ever born. <laughs> I think that nigga might be one of the worst niggas to ever grab a microphone and sing into it. I think that nigga is one of the most terrible hairlines I've ever seen in my life. When that nigga had braids, he looked stupid. When he got waves, they looked stupider. Them bitches was going sideways, nigga. I hate Trey Song's. That nigga, I will fight. Trey Song's is one of few niggas I'll fight for no reason. I don't know that man, and I got respect for that man, but I'll beat that nigga ass. I'm just throwing that out there. Why? Because he got up there and he sang Purple Rain on BT Awards, and that nigga sounded horrible. Horrible, and he knew that Patty LaBelle was finna come sing Purple Rain 10 minutes later during the Prince fucking tribute. But nevertheless, I hate Trey Songs. That said, I can acknowledge that nigga's success in music. And he has a mixtape that I really like. Um, the fucking anticipation mixtape. That shit was fire. Okay. It's the only body of work by that nigga I like, by the way. But uh what we not gonna do is compare Usher to Trey Songs, nigga. We talking about a legend. A whole legend. A whole legend who has been out for 30 years, nigga, <laughs> and can still, you know what? Now I am going to play some shit. Because. <laughs> Did you see what, uh, when it was, uh, when uh, Dream and Sean Gear was going, somebody was like, put some Usher on. And he put the song, uh, put song, Usher was like, no. <laughs> Yo, Usher had me rolling yeah. in. The, it was a lot of them, uh, Charlamagne them had yeah, Charlamagne had me dying too, dog. Uh, Swiss beats. Everybody was in that bitch. Swiss was. It was a good. It was a good time, dog. <laughs> it was a good time for people just at a live concert, essentially. Fam, this is from 2018. This nigga been doing this for 30 years. I made this for you. Like this 30 years, and he's still putting shit out. That's straight, dog. Now, granted, this is the only song in this whole album I like, <laughs> but still, <laughs> this is one when he got like the rock face. No, no, no. Uh, the Zaytoven joint. When you think Usher gonna sing in his own voice? Nah, 
It's Michael Jackson time now, nah, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. he, he, you it's can been tell a while. he take it, he take his voice up. It's been a while. A couple actors. Yeah. Like, when he's gonna use his like his this voice, his actual voice and sing? Maybe he'll use it on Confessions too, coming out this year. Mm. Him and Jermaine Dupri announced that that shit is done. Um, and and it's ready. So coming out later this year. But um, no, I just want to tell y'all, everybody on Twitter, and everybody on all the other social medias who moved that shit from Twitter. Don't ever compare Trey songs to us. Nigga said you can take you can take confession because they got twenty one songs on it versus that nigga whole catalog. Done, done. Don't have me going eighty seven on one. Somebody texted me and was like, "I personally, I'm one of few niggas that always said eighty seven on one was better than Confessions, but Confessions was like." It was like niggas was really on Usher during like 8701. So Confessions reaped the benefits of it by going fucking 20 times diamond or whatever the fuck. But uh, yeah, man, don't disrespect Usher to God, yo. And salute to Trey Song. Stop singing, nigga. Um, what else we got going on? That nigga must have been in his feelings today. Like, damn, why they horn me? <laughs> First it was the power shit. Now it's oh, this. Oh, man, I forgot. Nigga, you got fired off power off the beginning. <laughs> Joe had a job for five years and then came and took your shit back. Um, all right. I'm not going to clown Trey songs no more. Oh, because we just reviewed it, go listen to our best man review. Uh, if you have not listened to that already, one of our funniest reviews by far, um, Tay Diggs said that you remember we were saying like, yo, the third best in best man movie is supposed to be coming out 2021. According to IMDB. Yeah. Tay Diggs in an interview a couple of days ago, Talking to CBS said that the third film is still in talks, but he said, I think it's going to happen. We've all been in discussions with Malcolm D. Lee, the director, but I think it might end up being a TV series that's available on a streaming platform. So they might turn the best man three into a Netflix series. I'm 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 okay with that. He said the script's already been written, so he don't know. But drop that shit on Apple Music. I mean Apple Podcast, whatever that shit called. Apple, Apple TV, TV, Apple TV Plus, man. But uh, yeah, he said it might be a, a streaming platform that gets that. So we'll see. Either way, I just want to see the best man. Uh, plus, I think that'd be better. I think it'll be better because you can extend it. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You don't gotta. It don't gotta be 13 hours. Yeah. But let's just say if it's eight. Eight episodes, six episodes. Eight, ten. Yeah. Yeah, like, get, yeah, you can turn it into a miniseries. Six episodes. Boom. Um, Yeah, uh, speaking of Netflix and streaming platforms, so they just announced Black as Fuck, which I'm excited about. So that's going to be coming from... The, I, it looks very entertaining. Yeah. I don't understand it, though. Like, what is it? Oh, I'm gonna tell you. Wait a goddamn minute! I'm pulling it up right now. I was thoroughly entertained by that. By that trailer, by yeah. The trailer. If y'all have not seen the black as fuck trailer, go look that up right now. Netflix. There we go. All right. So, Black as Fuck is created and starring Kenya Barris, who made Blackish and uh, Grownish, and it's essentially him doing like a. Uh, like a reality TV show of his life with his like mixed race, but kind of black kids or black family or whatever starring him and uh Rashida Jones. Where's Kadada? I don't know. Somewhere trying to figure out if Tupac still in Cuba or whatever the rumor used to be. I miss Kadada. 
Me too. Kidana was dope. I like Rashida though. Rashida, my nigga. Um, and Rashida's mad talented, and she be in a lot of shit or like be behind a lot of shit. I didn't know that was. I didn't know she was a Jones. Yeah. I didn't know the Jones was her until yeah. years later. Yeah, she be behind a lot of shit that we don't know. Um, speaking of Jonesing and keeping up with the Joneses, there's some people trying to keep up with the culture out here. Mm. Um, Van Lathan and Jamel Hill stole our idea. What you mean? Van Lathan and Jamel Hill will host Way Down in the Hole, a show where they dive into each episode of the classic HBO series The Wire. Oh, they stole our idea, bro. Oh, y'all DS. Yeah, they uh, and shout out to Van Lathan and Jamel Hill. We don't wish no bad on nobody black, but y'all took our whole style, son. And you took our show, nigga. Oh, you mad because I'm styling on Man. Yes, nigga. Yes, I'm actually really mad that <laughs> y'all styled on us right now. <laughs> Got a Jasaka nigga, dog. Randomly, uh, Pac name drop Kadada in the song, by the way. What song? Um, uh, Made Men, Made Niggas. Mm. He said, touch Kadada and I kidnap your daughter. Something, <laughs> something, something, something. Then I give you, tell you just who gave the order. Oh shit! It was a long time before I actually figured out what he actually said. Cause you know you be making up lyrics to, to shit when you was a kid. <laughs> like I think he said, uh, like no, he did not say magical word of Disney, nigga. What? Oh, but uh, he said, touch Kadada and I kidnap your daughter. Some shit like that. Um, speaking of Netflix, so right now it looks like they' about to win a lawsuit versus Monique, or they low case or whatever. Um, the, as they should. The judge gave Monique one more opportunity to amend all her claims and basically prove all the shit she was saying about Netflix before we sue you for libel. Yeah. And, um, cause she sued Netflix saying that their $500,000 offer was a lot less than other comedians, including Amy Schumer and Chris Rock. Um, Netflix fired back and a big corporation is always going to be the single part. Like, unless you have very hard evidence that they just cannot fucking fight you're gonna lose that like, case. Can, man. I mean, they can literally sue you for libel, though, right? Yeah, because yeah. you you can't say that I'm out here discriminating against black women specifically. Like, it's a very specific claim. So what they did, um, Netflix responded with a motion to dismiss the claims, um, and a motion to strike any other parts of her complaint. So like, basically dismiss the shit and go away and leave us alone and don't say our name no more, um. And it says that Netflix revealed that even though Monique argued she deserves the same pay as other comedians, she didn't explain clearly why she deserved that same amount of money, which is funny because that's what me and Jay have been saying the entire time. Like, Monique, you can't be counting other people's pockets and saying what you deserve if you can't prove that you can bring in the same audience that them people do. And so far, she has not proved that. So the judge granted Netflix motion to dismiss. Um... And do, 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 it says that they're giving Monique one more chance to amend her claims, prove why um, she no key, that's they doing her. Like, we're not going to throw this shit out. Like, we're going to give you another chance. Yeah. But the judge did say very clearly that Monique has not adequately argued uh, Netflix's decision to not pay her more than that 500 grand. So we'll see. But it looks like Netflix is finna win that. Um, I'm not happy. No, no, no. So I, speak, I don't I don't like, want her to necessarily lose i'm just again it's i don't have no problem with you fighting corporate america i'm all about fighting corporate america but make sure you making a claim that stands up on something yeah. right now you just sound like you're being petty oh y'all gave amy schumer this much but i'm only getting 500 000. come on man 
And how many times have me and you personally said on this podcast, at least five, fam, you ain't put out no material since all of this. You had that spotlight and you was going on a world tour on the biggest radio platforms, biggest TV platforms, and never once did you tell a joke and make yourself look like you was worth more than that 500000 So, whatever, man. But God bless Monique. Hope it worked out for her. Um, what else? Oh, I got something I found on, uh, on the internet that was kind of funny. It was a couple questions on a Instagram page I found that I thought were very interesting and I wanted to, uh, get your perspective on these. All right. So <laughs> the first one says, from your perspective, can you say you seriously dated someone if you never slept with them? So if you never fucked, did y'all seriously date? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Niggas sound like Kane. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Do you care if you live or die? I don't know. Um, I say yes. I say yes. If you ain't never fucked somebody, that don't mean that y'all can't seriously date. Um, it might be difficult. That person might need to be amazing if y'all ain't never. You know what I'm saying? went that way and explored uh each other physically then well i mean i say yeah, yeah. i mean you can't date somebody i mean i don't know. <laughs> like like it can feel serious right while in it but yeah. then like if once it's over we'd be like well then well, how serious was it like, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah no, i think I, you can i thought that was interesting i definitely think you can yeah um, i definitely think you can just as in you can develop strong relationships or seriously date somebody long distance yeah maybe that you yeah. haven't uh, sealed the deal so to speak because of, of distance but I don't yeah. mean that y'all not serious that like, ain't for real the yeah. emotional aspect the emotional connection that you get to someone um, though sex is very very important yeah. uh, it's not always built upon that and yeah. it's actually better if it's built before that so then you know that afterwards you know everything be all good yeah man Um, I definitely think that it's something you can do but again that person that you're dealing with might need to be spectacular nigga because a lot of people are surviving on sex and sex appeal Facts. like you ain't really as interesting or as dope as you think but you could fuck good yeah you, you could, look you yeah, like you look good we arguing but i like when you walk away yeah <laughs> yeah so um it was <laughs> like why you love me <laughs> yo i hate that question as hell. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> yo why women always ask that at the worst time uh, like y'all be at dinner having a ball y'all done been to the movies and went bowling the, and shit niggas at the pistons game yeah. and shit. She, fourth quarter <laughs> what you like about me nothing i used to like it the fuck up. <laughs> but that's I'm not tell it. You why that was funny. Because <laughs> I was trying to say I used to like when you was quiet. <laughs> oh shit! Just oh jokes. shit! Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just serious. <laughs> We're never gonna have a successful <laughs> relationship. <laughs> oh, oh man! man. <laughs> All right, then they had another one on there. Um, it said, "If your partner isn't pleasing you sexually." Would you speak up during sex or after? Like if they doing during, some shit that hurt. <laughs> during. Well, uh, uh, depends on the act. Yeah. Uh, I've suffered through some bad head before. Like, <laughs> I feel like you ain't never got head. You ain't <laughs> suffered through some bad head. Like, I've definitely suffered through some bad head before. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's best during. Yeah. Because you can change it in a moment. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, hey, cause it, and you go. It can come off like not as harsh. 
Yeah. But like, yo, that shit you did last night was weak as fuck. Yeah. Uh, that shit was dry. That shit was like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the moment, you could be like, bitch, put my leg down. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is you? <laughs> oh, shit. Strong ass nigga. No, I'm, I'm with you, though. Because if you said after. It's like, damn, you've been thinking about this shit. Now I'm yeah. feeling, you, you may make And now the insecurities come out, right? And now she may never suck your dick again. Now, I know that like women think that like. Well, not think. Women can can ruin a man's confidence and ego and all this shit for saying some sexual shit but do you know how fucking fragile some women can be when you tell them that you don't like something oh man about them so like, let's, let's talk about it bro because the banker was pretty straightforward so we're gonna get to that when we get to it let's <laughs> let's have a session <laughs> like so hey i've had this conversation with my with my home girls and my dogs before like yo would you tell your girl if the head was bad and I said, yo, the reason that most niggas will suffer through some bad head, because bad head is better than no head. This is true. And you run a very high risk if you tell your girl the head is bad, that she will never suck your dick again because she going to be in her head the whole time your dick in her mouth, nigga. She might not. She, your dick might just be oh, sitting like gummy that? worm in her mouth. Well, Greg said, oh, like, my God. what the fuck? Yeah, now you got to learn about Greg. <laughs> now you got to learn about Greg. Oh, Greg told her it was the best head he ever had. That's because oh, so Greg not, was a fucking it, loser and he never got no pussy. Fuck it. I guess I'll just go suck Greg. Uh, oh, now, now you and Greg got to die. <laughs> now, I'm at the, now I'm on Greg porch. <laughs> I know that ain't my girl car. Like, nigga, you know that's not your girl car. Greg in there with his mom. Like, oh, he don't even live by himself. Like, what are you doing? Uh, get off Greg's porch. Um, yeah, so I'd just rather get the bad head than no head. That's just most men. Like, I'm sorry. Boy, I yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing. If a girl tell a nigga he ain't eat the pussy right, the dude gonna try to figure it out. Like, he we ain't gonna stop. He might be like, look, I wanna try to do that shit anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> but niggas will keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we we not gonna, if a girl say, yo, I'd rather you do it like this, we might not like what we hearing. We might think, bitch, you don't know what you like. <laughs> but we still gonna do whatever she's saying, though. You tell a girl that head bad, nigga. It's, it's a, a it's high a, percentage. When you try to tell them to do, well, I won't say because some of them, <laughs> 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 I'm do this shit for sport. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like any direction. It's like, hold on, if I'm gonna do this shit, I'm gonna like, God damn it, like my bad. Feel like I'm getting rolled up in this bitch. I'm just trying to. Lucky I sucked your dick anyway. <laughs> like damn, I didn't. I thought it was rego. I didn't know that that was gonna be like a thing. You was gonna hold the credit over me and shit. Yeah, um, fellas, don't let these women convince you that getting your dick sucked is like a privilege. That's a part of being an adult and having sex. So that said, don't ever tell her her head. <laughs> tell never, her never use the word bad head and trash in mm. the same sense because <laughs> no that's real because it's about the way you frame it right 100%. like you can't frame it like you critiquing her you gotta frame it like oh you know what you should do you should not bite it <laughs> you know what let's watch this movie right quick all right you see no like look uh, uh, and you gotta throw the flick on like matter of fact Pornhub been free all week like, premium. That is real thing? premium. Oh, that's a real thing. It's a free seven day trial. That's what they not saying. Oh, but it's a free. Porn it's probably hub. always this free seven day trial and shit. Potentially, <laughs> <laughs> look way more attractive when you stuck in a house, stuff, nigga. Oh, <laughs> that fine print look acceptable than a motherfucker when you stuck in a crib. 
Well, niggas be talking about buy one, get one 50% off. You like, damn. Like, nigga, this is 25% off. You just made me buy two of them. You're like, damn, they doing exactly what they've been doing this whole time? <laughs> they just changed the font? <laughs> oh, Dog, but yeah, it's a um, free seven-day Pornhub premium trial. All you got to do is cancel. And here's the dope part. Niggas out here pay up. Here's the dope part. Like, listen, niggas are on a website that shows you ass and titties and sex for free, for free and they're paying money for like a different version. I, I, I did want to know, <laughs> like, what's in there? Let me, uh, yo, man, this ant. <laughs> Look, so I did want to know what came with a premium account. I mean, <laughs> so I went on and signed up. <laughs> I mean, is there a text? Is there a telephone number to oh, a man. local one in your area? Shit. Like, Look, nigga, I'm, I'm going to tell you how deep this premium account got. Uh, y'all learn a lot about me during the Roni, by the way. But um, <laughs> the premium account got so wild. People was in there making playlists on the premium account. A playlist? It's literally called a premium homepage carousel. Oh. And you can find your playlist on Pornhub Premium, Man, and it goes. Got, I don't got all day. It's lit. Oh, I have all day. I have all day. <laughs> Matter of fact, hold on. <laughs> Wrote a song about it. <laughs> like to hear it. Here it go. Well, is a uh, OT Genesis uh, song on, on Pornhub still? Damn, I know he needs to look up that because that was actually my shit, and I'm still mad at Keisha Cole for making that get taken down. Um. Apparently, you can set up a Pornhub account and, and like get money off streaming, like you. Hold like on. if you upload your own shit, oh, this is me on Pornhub right now, nigga. Day and night. Oh, playlists of music. No, no, no. It's porn playlists. Oh, okay, okay. It's a whole. Literally, it says on there a curated list of videos. Okay. Day and night. But this is me on Pornhub Premium. <laughs> Shout out to uh whatever live that was that Man. this song was on. Yeah, that's the only reason I know who Kid Cudi was because he was on the it was on live like two thousand mm. and. Whatever year that was, that show was on that live. That was like twenty ten, yeah, ish, um, two thousand eight or nine, might have been eight. Um, either way, uh, yeah, Pornhub Premium is is real, and they really on there with curated porn playlists. Um, all the videos that like people have put together, it's it's wild. Um, it's some other shit on there I still ain't clicked yet I think day 7 for me is Thursday So I got 2 days left <laughs> To get busy um, And I just saw uh, Literally about 30 minutes ago That if you cancel your shit now You still get your whole 7 days So I'm gonna go ahead and cancel oh, So I can make sure I don't get charged Yeah 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 man So um, if y'all ain't got it already And you having You know Problems during the Roni You lonely Hey man, hold up! I got more music, nigga. <laughs> you know if you got. If you think you're lonely now, hold up, nigga. Where is? Wasn't that on uh Jason Lear's soundtrack? It, facts, facts. It was, facts. It was. Hold up. Tell you what to do when you're going through it. Boom, 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 boom. Cupid pressure on me. Anywhere you wanted me. Hold up, genuine. It's only when you're lonely by genuine. <laughs> Get on Pornhub. <laughs> Man. Oh, boom, though. Like, so back in the day, yeah. I did do a playlist battle. I had Usher, okay. Genuine, and Tyrese. Now, this was mm. early 2000s. You know what I'm saying? Late 99, 
early 2000 i had them all on the cd because i'm like well, which one because at a moment it was like well who's better yeah because like genuine was on this run usher was doing his usher thing yeah before confessions and then tyrese was on his tyrese shit that's when tyrese was singing dog yeah. like jante no, austin like wrote a... sweet lady nigga <laughs> nigga nigga dog it was fun i was listening to them songs that all them dudes was playing and i was like yo you niggas have a lot of money dog like I ain't, I ain't to do that count people pockets, but I'm like, what the fuck do a uh, weird boy? Like he must got it, Sean Garrett. Yeah. Oh, Sean Garrett got it. He he got dope, dog. Like he got um, it. Got he, it. he 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 been out here. I'm telling. It's just again that that desire to be an artist and and not accepting that. I'm gonna just throw it out there. You ain't got to look. You ain't got to look, bro. And I know we live in a different era now where you ain't necessarily got to be the most attractive motherfucker. You don't got the personality either. And that's the other part. You, 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 you're not you, charismatic, bro. To, to quote the great poet from HP, <laughs> uh, X Factor, <laughs> your swag's off, fags off. <laughs> the if word is not mine. Oh, man. It's a quote. Fags off. <laughs> that's a quote. Okay, it's not me. Swags off. <laughs> yeah, but it is though. It is, man. And if you ain't see it in that battle Saturday, nigga, you weren't paying attention because it was off. But um <laughs> the battle stopped when Hove called. <laughs> they was like Jay Z called him, told him to stop. Yo. He was playing that damn uh that simp or the little demo version, nigga. And next thing you know, that shit cut off. Like, uh it was like, yeah, Hove said we ain't clear that, bro. <laughs> like, all right, man, let's talk right, about the banker, dog. <clears throat> so for those of you who did not know or have not caught it, The Banker is a story about Bernard Garrett. It's a real story um, about Bernard Garrett and Joe Morris. They were two black men, Bernard Garrett from Texas, Joe Morris from uh, Los Angeles. They were looking to get into real estate within uh, the Los Angeles area, right? Um, they partnered together. Joe Morris was a, a co-investor. And then they trained a white man to pose as them to facilitate the sales of the real estate. So, And that was a bar. Um, they got really successful. They made a lot of money. They made a lot of money. What was this in the fifties? Yeah, yeah, fifty four yeah, in the fifties. Yeah, what, so yeah. they made a lot of money. Um, in L.A., even met the president Lyndon B. Johnson. Like they was getting money out there. But eventually, Bernard Garrett, he wanted to go back to Texas and buy a local bank. Um, he used to shine shoes at that bank when he was a little kid. It was a like significant, meaningful moment for him. Um, Cause that bank was also where he sort of learned business and learned numbers. He got educated by listening outside that bank to the white uh, investors and employees that came around there. So they wanted to go to Texas so he could buy this bank. But if you don't know anything about Texas, it was going to be a lot more difficult in the fifties for a black man to buy a bank than it was in LA. If you always happen to have a white man pose in LA to do this shit in Texas, you're going to have to make sure your eyes is dotted and your teeth. I think it was like crossed. 64, now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah, it was somewhere up in there, man, 50s, 60s, but it was definitely a very much so still racist era. Los Angeles was still not as <laughs> progressive. Yeah, so imagine Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like a place that already don't want to be a part of America anyway because they don't like that y'all let all these niggas in. So it was a lot more difficult in Texas for them to buy the bank um, they still purchased it actually ended up purchasing two banks, mm -hmm. but they ran into a lot of politics. They ended up serving some time. Um, some numbers got fudged that they didn't fudge. People were making sure that these two black men, once it came out that black men really owned it and that they had this white dude fronting, 
they was going to make sure y'all got the fuck out of there. And that's exactly what they did. They got them the fuck out of there. But they still couldn't take away what they earned, man. Them niggas were the first two owners of, first two African-American owners of a bank in the country. That shit is wild. It's crazy, dog. I thought about opening the bank. It's crazy. Like, not like yeah, yeah. that I can do it, but I'm thinking like, well, what would we need to do to open a fucking bank? Even to get started, dog. And that's, I'm not mad at, like, movies like this always make me think about, like, I, I understand very clearly the disadvantages that we had back in the day um, and how difficult even simple things were. We couldn't use a bathroom. We couldn't drink from a fountain. We couldn't eat in the same area at a restaurant as other people, white people. Um, so I get that we had a disadvantage, but man, I'd be thinking like, dog, if we were put at the same level of respect in this country back then, stuff was so much simpler to do if you didn't have all these barriers, dog. How like, about this? How about if y'all just left us the fuck alone? Man, forget, man. forget giving us help in the quote unquote bootstrap. Like yeah. if you would just leave us the Let fuck us do alone. Something. Yeah. Without like, being killed. If you stop killing us. Don't Oklahoma us. Yeah. Like if you would just leave us the fuck alone, we would have been off your yeah. off of you, so yeah. to speak. But I, I really think about that often and, and this is it's finna sound funny, but even like crimes were easier to commit back then. Like now it's a camera on everything. You can't get away with nothing. Nigga, you still a candy bar, you going to fucking prison. Yeah. Back in the day, it's like, dog, you could get away with murder literally. That's why they were so effective. I mean, damn, dog. But it it's was your like, word against mine. Literally, because there was no other proof for most of the things you did, whether it was you right or You literally have to catch me. Yeah. Like, you in the physically act. have to in catch me in the act. And if you catch me, you have to stop me. Like, you got to be able to stop me, restrain me. Like, you being a witness don't really mean much. Like, you got to. Police show up. If I shoot the police, then what? Who saw it? Who saw it? Like, and it's just, but when you think about like stuff like getting loans and that type of thing, if they weren't making this so difficult back then, dog, imagine how much shit we could have owned. You see how, how just in the story, yeah, when they did get in there and loaned out money to like 19 different businesses, yeah. how immediately it impacted them. Yeah. Like motherfuckers were literally able to fulfill their dreams. Don't you know how much, how easy it would be for myself if a bank actually gave me a loan for the studio? <laughs> Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, if, I, if you gave me enough uh, upfront cash where yeah. I can like purchase all the things I want and yeah. actually like it would be a lot easier if I wasn't just working off of yeah. hard work and shit. My my money for my job was yep. the seed money. And, yep. and, and think about like all the like the ideas we be talking about and the plans we be having for the podcast stuff we want to do. And it's like, boy, imagine if we knew we could confidently walk into a bank and get a business loan. And really make this podcast yeah. pop. Like, and, and have no limitations on our ideas. Like, we can execute everything we want to do. Because I know if you give me this, yeah, I can create this. I can monetize And I it. know people yeah. are going, you know. Because that's kind of the wild thing with something like podcasting. You wait for the opportunity for it to become monetized. You wait till you hit a certain amount of streams that people start offering you money for ads or yeah, whatever yeah. And, and or you know now niggas is getting Spotify deals and all these other labels are trying to figure out ways to add podcasting to their shit but it's like dog if I were able to get money up front I could turn the podcast into something that brought in money as opposed to waiting for niggas to give us money because been, they see the value in it I've been thinking about not putting the podcast on podcast mm-hmm. and dropping that shit as an album every, every Wednesday mm-hmm. 
mm. and, and having that shit go through the streaming services. Like go a down, comedy album. Yeah, go like down, similar to that. Yeah. Go download my album. Go listen to my album yeah. every week. Shit, nigga, we had 92 of these bitches, two to three hours each, nigga. We could drop 50 albums right now, nigga. But you know, like every week, yeah. it go three hours of, yeah. of content. Yeah. Broke up in whatever the fuck. Track one. The <laughs> track, shit we be talking at the beginning. Track one is literally yeah. uh, three. I mean, right now yeah. it's only one track of. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's that's real, dog. But it's if you just you think about the disadvantages that we had back in the day, and it's like if just one of them barriers were lifted, and that's why he was so adamant about wanting to. It wasn't just that he used to shine shoes at the bank. It's I know they aren't giving out loans to black people. You gave me the if you gave me the money. That I can just go ahead and develop or yeah. pay for the This Week in Culture app. You ain't got to go to Spotify. You ain't got to go to go to the This Week in Culture app. Yep. Here's what the audio is. Here's what the video is, and then you can control all the advertising that go through here. It's a wild game, but um, Bernard Garrett and uh and and Joe were ahead of their time because it yeah. was like Joe. First of all, Joe came from money. Samuel L. Jackson's character, he came from bread, so he was a um a club owner in the movie. So came for money, owned a club, already had it. And they were introduced because he was a member at this like country club type deal. Um, the plantation. Yeah. Club. Yeah. yeah, The plantation club. And, Oh, he was the owner of that bitch. Wasn't he? That was his club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He owned that in like 16 other clubs. Yeah, so he owned that. And Nia Long worked there from time to time. So even though her husband ain't like her working, yo, something I found out. So Nia Long's character in the movie, her name is Eunice Garrett. Eunice wasn't even uh, Bernard Garrett's wife when they popped off. He had a whole different wife. They had been divorced. Yeah. I ain't know that. That's like, the reason. So the one of the reasons that this movie got delayed yeah. is because she was the second wife. Yeah. And I guess what well, she was. No, the Eunice was the first. Eunice is the first girl or whatever. Yeah. 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 And then like cause I was reading on wiki like he was with somebody. Mm-hmm. Cheated on his wife with like his first girlfriend. Yeah. And then ended up with her or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and then Linda is the one he was married to when the the daughters who claim that his son, they half brother, sexually assaulted them when they were little kids. Which yeah. is crazy. They say he was so for those who don't know the background, um, this movie was supposed to come out. It's currently available on Apple TV Plus, and it did have a limited release back on March 6th. So it was at some theaters. If you were able to catch it, salute to you. But right now, it's streaming only on Apple. I'm hoping that they widen that a little bit and let it go somewhere else. They probably won't. But I'm like, I want it to be available somewhere, just as I want more people to have access to it, because this was a really good movie, and I'm pissed that it didn't come out. But the reason it didn't drop last November when it was supposed to, um, Bernard Garrett Jr., so the character that Anthony Mackie plays, uh, his real life character, his son was accused of sexual assault. The problem is his son was a producer or executive producer on the film. Mm. Fucked up part. He was only executive producer because he was the namesake of Bernard Garrett, who died. Bernard was the actual yeah. executive producer. <clears throat> Once you die, your namesake is going to be the executive producer on the film. Well, so he didn't um, do shit. His name was his own. Yeah. He just uh, inherited the rights to the shit. Um, so anyway. Once the sexual assault accusations came out or whatever, they had to delay the film being released at the film festival back in November. Um, and then the 2020 so much theatrical release. Shit yeah. going on. They was so like, you mean let's to get tell away me from You're it. still going to put this out when you have a. Yeah. So his half sisters um, said that when he was four and when he was seven, 
he was molesting them. One of them said he molested her from age four. And listen, dog. That shit is wrong at all ages. Yeah. But facts. you're not about to tell me what I did when I was four years old. That's wild. Like, dog. you're not, or four to seven, you're not about to tell me what I did when I was four and hold that shit against me as I'm a 40, 50 year old man. Yeah. That's a four that's year old. Wild. Four. And then now, uh, the now, other one said that he started molesting her when he was seven. So, like, I still won't, you don't get like a pass for that though, but like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to like. I, I didn't know how to feel about it. I'm be honest. Um, now granted, so hold on, cause he, I, I, just, cause whatever trauma that, that he he allegedly put them through, that shit is real. Facts. But if he was four, how old was you? So he made a statement. He said, "My half sisters Cynthia and Sheila have accused me of molesting them in the early 1970s when I was a teenager, of about 15. That's not what I read. They said four and seven. But or maybe they were four and seven. Oh, maybe I could have read that wrong. I I got I got her statement too, so I'm gonna check that out. But uh, it said this simply never happened. Period. What did happen is that I told my father when I discovered their mother Linda was cheating on him, and they've always blamed me for the breakup that followed. What did happen is that Cynthia asked my father not once but twice to give her the right to make a movie on his life story, and twice he turned her down and instead decided to entrust the rights of his story to me. And a friend of mine. These charges against me are deeply humiliating and frustrating because I can never prove how false they are. I can only hope that people will keep an open mind. And though I forgive my sisters who I love and I bear them no ill will, I do hope that people will educate themselves on who Cynthia is and the real reasons that she might make these accusations right now. I would never say I I, I still love them. Well, I may say I still love them, but I'm not forgiving them. Yeah. Um, for myself, the best I could do was remove my name from the film in hopes that it would still be released and step away so as not to tarnish my father's legacy as honoring him and what he stood for is all that I've ever wanted to do. Solid statement. Um, yeah. I'm not mad at his statement. You got to save face and, and show some respect to your father. I'm with you. If you accuse me of sexually assaulting you as children, I can't say I, I might still love you because you're my sister. But Man, actually, you have sister. Like, nigga, you your you, you your mama, son. Yeah. Hey. Um, but nevertheless, I I'm not gonna say I forgive you in my statement while like, I'm being fucked up. Yeah, like no. I just got removed. I would, be- from, I would believe you more if you told me that I'm not fuck with them no more. I got removed from a project that was about my father's life work. Like that's he said it perfect. It's humiliating and embarrassing, dog. Like this is not what I wanted when this came out, but. Nevertheless, it was still released. That's what I was happy about. Because when this all happened back in November and they were like, oh, it's not coming out. I ain't think we was going to ever see this movie. I'm be honest, dog. I did. I, th- I figured we was going to see it. I ain't know how they was going to pull it off. But it's out. It's available. It's streaming on Apple Plus, Apple TV Niggas Plus. Niggas thought Anthony Mackie did shit, though. That's the wild part. Yeah. That's the wild part. And it's, so it wasn't It wasn't him. It was yeah, his it's the characters. Character. Yeah. The character's son, really. Mm-hmm. Not even a character. Yeah, but the, the character's, character's son. son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The character's son in real life. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of variables there, dog. But um, yeah, Anthony Mackie didn't do shit. He's still gonna be in all the Marvel movies. I saw comments be. where they was like, Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's kind of wild too, because people might think, oh, if your son was doing some wild shit. And you the dad, you might have known about. Like niggas might think, like, cause we black, we listen to who we talking about. We talking about two black men, one of whom was rich at a certain point, 
and was one of the most like successful businessmen in the country at a certain point. They might throw a lot of wild charges on you, dog. Like, let me ask you a question: How the movie started off? All right. Well, how'd you like the movie overall? I thought it was a very good movie. Um, I really so. This was one of the movies. It's another reason that I'm mad that it didn't get the wide release that I feel like it deserved and should have gotten, um, because I would have loved to see how this movie performed in the box office. Because this is one of the movies that I feel like the the hypocrisies of people would have come out. I think more white people are going to watch this movie because it's on Apple TV than will ever go to the movies to pay money and see it. I think more white people would have watched this movie in the theater than black people. Because this is one of the movies where I feel like it's a period piece. And it's of that era where we were, even though we're talking about a movie about two successful black businessmen, we still would have been like, I don't want to see no movie where we got to bow down to some white man and this white man got to pretend to be us just so we can get it. And niggas wouldn't have gone to see it. They would have harrieded this shit. They would have uh, birth of a nation this shit. It wouldn't have made no fucking money. And then we got all these other movies that come out that we've talked about before, the fucking Black and Blues and all them other black movies, 21 Bridges, that come out. And it's like, they not about us being oppressed at all. It's about us winning. And niggas still ain't supported and them shit's made insert any other like. You could have insert any other white person, and that'd have been a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put a black person, and that's what we want, right? Yeah, this be this to be normal. It's like yo, because I get it's even like now. Granted, I haven't completed it. I started the first episode. I haven't finished it. Yet. It's a lot going on. Uh, but the Madam C J Walker miniseries on Netflix. I thought it was a movie. I didn't know it was a miniseries. Yeah, it's I think what four or five episodes. Something I didn't like that. Start it yet. Um, I started the first episode, but like I said, I ain't get through it. But immediately. All the comments I saw were negative Immediately Like it didn't even t- That shit was out Four hours So what What I couldn't tell Is if the comments Were about The movie Or the story In the movie So Cause I, I think, think they People were about don't the like The story The story As in not like It was a bad story Like they just don't yeah. like Oh this is what she was on yeah. Type shit That's what I kinda got But it's the same Like why they didn't like Harriet It wasn't about Harriet Oh they got a black man chasing her. No, 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 no. I'm saying like no. w- when they uncover the life story of her, they like, oh, I don't really like that. Yeah. Oh, I get you. I get you. I get you. Um, nevertheless, though, like going back to that statement I made however many podcasts ago, we be quick to publicly bash our own shit, and it's like, yo, what will you niggas like? Because had the banker come out in theaters. Like, I don't hear a lot of niggas. T- I got niggas in my DM right now. Like, yo, is this movie worth it? I got Apple TV, but is it worth watching? It's like, damn, it's free. You already paying for it. Go watch it's it. It's free. You literally have none but time right now. Like, And you never pay for it. And you're never, everybody got it for free for the first it's year. It's on Apple fucking TV. Yeah, we ain't paid a dollar for Apple TV yet, bro. We all still within our first year, bro. And at the end of the day, it's going to be five bucks. That's it. Like, yo, go watch this movie, dog. I'm like, never go getting support. rid of it, by the way. Yeah, no, I'm never getting and I've I've been on here talking about improvements they can make, but I'm not getting rid of it. Anything that's like already in one of my devices, it's too seamlessly integrated. I'm not gonna get rid of something that's easy to use, bro. Man, this shit is on the 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 TV I bought in the studio. Yeah. Samsung TV. Yeah. Apple TV is on Samsung products now. Mm. Like made into the television, yeah. the little smart TV shit. So it's like uh yeah, man. Yeah. I'm good. But, but I am happy it was on Apple TV Plus yeah. because it's not like a a bunch of content on there, right? Yeah. So people are going to watch that. Yeah. And I want them to, I, I want to watch people. I want to, I mean, let's be 100%. <laughs> I want to watch 
white people while they're watching this. Yeah. Like white men specifically. See the audacity on their faces. I, I just want to see yeah. how they, I just want to see. Their reactions. Yeah. Like, I mean, damn, was it like, damn, that was kind of fucked up? Yeah. Was you with a young kid or yeah. was you with the. So, and we, we're going to talk about the details of the movie in a moment, but it was so many times in this, like, imagine if you were a white man. It was so many moments in this movie that if you were a white man in 2020 watching this film, you would have had to really question your morals and yourself. Like, yo, am I in agreement with how they got treated for doing that? Because they ended up being accused and ultimately going to prison for some illegal shit that got, it was, again, some numbers were fudged. Some paperwork got misread. You know what I'm saying? It was another white dude, the white dude who they had yeah, front as them. They, he fucked up. Yeah, he fucked up. He fucked up not reading some paperwork and not knowing what he was doing, but he was trying to take a chance and all that. So they put their faith in this white man because he had been doing them a favor. He helped make them rich. He really, we'll get to it. Yeah. But, um, so the movie starts off with Bernard Garrett as a little kid. He's sitting down. Well, first of all, it started off with him shining shoes in front of the bank that he later went on to buy, which was critical. Um, and what we saw him do when he was shining shoes he was listening to the bank employees who were outside getting their shoes shined, talking numbers. These niggas were going over profit statements and all types of shit, like basically talking about what a good and bad loan would it be and all this. And he was writing notes down, dog. Like he was a little miniature math genius. Boy, he was good with the numbers. And he was basically starting to learn business early, man. Starting to learn how to what how to determine what was profitable early. It was like what was he doing? He was sitting up on the window. Like they had a meeting and this nigga was like sitting on the window ledge during the meeting trying to figure out sitting up in my room. <laughs> nigga, Monica versus Brandy. <laughs> but he was sitting on that window ledge like just listening to them in a meeting and really learning their business and then right. he got snatched down by a black security guard. Like, yo, nigga, what you doing out here, little man? And it's like, bro, he Get like, a little nigga some. He was like, you out here listening in on their business? Like, and it's like, yes, nigga, I'm trying to learn, motherfucker. I can't get a good education out on this month. But he a little black kid in Texas trying to make some of himself, even at a young age. So when he goes home, because um, the security guard knew his dad. He said that when he kicked him out. Like, yo, I'm going to tell you, your dad's going to hear about this. He told his dad. Your dad's going to hear that you was listening to white folks. Yeah, he was trying to learn. Well, low-key, that could be dangerous. It could be. And, yo, so the first thing his dad said was, Boys have been killed for less Cause you gotta remember the era we in Like when he was a little kid That was in the 30s This is uh, uh Whistling to get you Get you yeah, killed and lynch. Yeah. lynch mob era dog But um His dad told him something That I wrote down Cause I thought it was very prominent He said You was born the wrong color son Negro man can't earn money with this White man won't let him No matter how good at it you are he was talking about the numbers, like, cause he had showed his dad what he was doing outside the bank. He gave him his notebook that he was writing numbers down with. Yeah. And he said, yo, this one, I wasn't playing or nothing. Like I was out there trying to learn. He said, the white man ain't going to let you make no money using these numbers. I don't care what yo." And he like, but dad, and he like, no nigga. And he told him straight up, like, you won't be successful with this shit. Get a real job. nigga. When you grow up, go work at the plant. And then later when he was grown, when he with uh, Eunice played by Nia Long, they go visit her uncle and her uncle told that nigga straight up. Eunice. Yeah, Eunice, how old ass name. <laughs> yeah. 
some girl followed me the other day on uh or added me the other day on Facebook. Her name was Doretha, and she was like mad young, like she was like in her twenties. I was like, nigga, who naming their daughter Doretha? Like if you in your twenties now, I mean you was born in like ninety, ninety one. I don't know her exact age, but I'm like, why they got a Doretha following me? <laughs> I don't like that, dog. Uncut uh, Jim. I couldn't think of the name of this goddamn movie. Um, but uh, so my so in the beginning of this movie, right? Yeah. So you know he gets to his, his regular age. His dad um, basically saying, "Uh, uh, nigga, you ain't shit." Essentially. Uh, well, oh, no, that was her uncle. You, that was her yeah. uncle. Yeah. yeah. Um. Her and uncle told him like, "Yo, you ain't going." Because he was, they went to go live with her uncle for a minute. It was brief, and uh, he was telling her uncle like, "Yeah, man, I want to buy real estate." Nigga. Yeah, and her uncle was $10? like, "Oh, I'm definitely getting that later." Um, her uncle was like, "You want to buy real estate?" I'm like, nigga, real how? Estate. He was like, "Real estate, real estate." <laughs> like, nigga in Texas, they ain't like no black man buy no buildings. And that nigga was like. Yeah, I know. That's why I ain't gonna buy it in Texas, nigga. I'm going to fucking Los Angeles, and that's where he went. He went and dipped. L.A. was a little bit more progressive at the time than Texas. I feel like any city and state at that time was more progressive than Texas. Like, um, but her uncle was like dogging him though. Like, and then she was talking like, "Well, listen, he buys buildings. At some point, she's gonna get the right building or whatever." Yeah, and um, this is before you actually seen him as an adult. Yeah, that was kind of talking or yeah. whatever. And then he out there walking with walking the streets, and she, hey, stop. Um, and then she uh, essentially take him to the plantation club or whatever. Yeah. My question was, when Samuel Jackson's character is introduced, he's introduced really, really brash. Yep. Uh, he's like flirting, uh, like yo, I ain't gonna fuck your wife and all this other. Yeah, shit. he was talking greasy, yeah. the motherfucker. Then that version of him never appeared again. He was in a totally different yeah. person the rest of the movie. Yeah. I that I didn't know how to take that. I wasn't sure if that was him trying to like prove like cuz Samuel L Jackson what we learned is he was a well-known very successful businessman. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if like maybe his character kind of shifted because it's like this is how I am once I enter in business with you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like like I'm a I'm a beat a brash kind of aggressive quick talking slick talking motherfucker when I'm I don't know you nigga and your wife is fine so fuck you. But once we go into business together and our money's is adding up, now it's like, "Alright, nigga, let me talk to you with a little bit more respect, I mean, a little more reverence." He always had like some some wise cracks or some lines or yeah. whatever, but like that version of him like it never came, it never appeared. Yeah, again. we never saw we never saw him with any women again. Yeah. Um that was that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. And like, it was uh it could have been different. I feel it was like a lot. They focused, especially when they went back to Texas, they kind of lost track of Sam. Yeah. Um or Joe or whatever his name was. Um pardon me. I'm not going whatever his name was. His name was yeah, Joe Morris. So they kind of lost track of him though. Like once they got to Texas, he became almost like a C character at that point. Um, especially to be like, nigga, you were the co-investor. Y'all was splitting all this 50, 50. Um, one of the things that made Samuel L. Jackson or Joe Morris really attractive to, uh, Bernard Garrett was his connections. 
he was connected to a lot of white people in business. He could get a lot of loans. He had people in San Francisco who were working, who were bankers, who were giving him loans for years. Like that nigga was such a great businessman. And then it's like, we never sort of, like you said, we never saw that flare again. Yeah. And it was kind of, eh. cause I'm like Anthony Mack real quick. Side note. How you feel about Anthony Mackie as an actor? Anthony Mackie is mediocre. He's hit or miss with me. He's very hit or miss. When I say mediocre, mm-hmm. I don't mean that as like a um, like a slight as a slight yeah. at all. Um, but he's all he's he's all put like this. He's consistent as an actor. Yeah, I I all right. I he's consistent as an saying. actor. Yeah. Um, I, I've never seen the performance. I was just like, wow, Long that way. Was, yeah. yeah. Uh, though I did like that one movie with the hats. With the hatch, um, he was going through like different time zones, and it was him and another woman. Oh shit! How much? Uh, I mean, thinking that movie, dog. It was really good. Now I don't. It it was just a good movie. I don't know if it wasn't like oh he acted so fucking yeah. well in this shit, but it was a um. So he was in the Hurt Locker, which was cool. Eight Mile. Adjustment Bureau. Adjustment Bureau. I just watched Adjustment Bureau. Yes, he had the hats. They were yeah. switched. That was on like Cinemax the other night. At no, Showtime. That's a good movie. Yeah, bro. Adjustment I, Bureau. I was enjoyed. Good that. I went to the movies and seen that shit. Yeah, that was really good. I literally just watched that maybe a week ago. Um, she hate me. That was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was great. That was a very enjoyable movie. Um, all the Marvel money or Marvel movies. Remember somebody got his, he hate me on the back of his football Jersey based on that. Oh movie? yeah. That was the first uh, iteration of the XFL. He yeah. was like the most famous XFL player. Um, He's very, yeah, I would agree with you. He's very consistent. I feel like no matter who his character is, he he's part. him. He's him every time. Um, Don't matter what the role is. He's just kind of like Anthony Mackie is a vanilla milkshake. Like, if you want a milkshake, you can't I go wrong like with him. Eight mile. Well, eight mile, that nigga wasn't believable at all because he, he played this same nigga yeah, he in eight mile. He didn't fit in eight mile. You didn't change who you. Rip but him, just, Lotto, rip him. It's just like him <laughs> playing Tupac in Notorious. Yeah, that was the same thing, nigga. Where it's like, bro, you're playing you when you're supposed to be playing playing Tupac. You're playing you when you're supposed to be playing. Uh, pseudo hood nigga who's like the biggest rapper in the city when he played that weird shit in um netflix like he he acted those roles out because he was he was acting as an adult yeah he acted age appropriate so that was all right yeah on black mirror yeah he actually and granted that's one of the wildest most unnecessary things ever that's probably only one of that's the only whole episode of Black Mirror I've watched because y'all kept telling me to watch Black Mirror, yeah. watch Black Mirror, and yeah. then I watched that shit and never watched it again. Yeah. Y'all there traumatized are, me with that shit. So I watched the whole very first season of Black Mirror, and after that, I would only watch the episodes of Black Mirror that were recommended on, like, like if you pick up, like, a whatever, yeah. Entertainment Weekly, and they say, hey, best episodes of Black Mirror, I would just go from that. I wouldn't... Because they hit or miss, and you don't know what you're getting, and now you just sat up and spent an hour on some shit and these niggas turned out to be gay but nevertheless he was acting on there he didn't feel like the same Anthony Mackie that we see is that nigga gay is that why that nigga was acting so good he was in there fucking Dr. Manhattan shit is wild B. shit is wild 
That his wife was acting her ass off in that. She's so fine. She is great. I she googled her great. after this. Yeah, after no, that she shit, she is great. I said she is fucking fine. She is like she's very attractive. Let's find her name. She's like regular woman attractive. Yeah, like, like she don't need nothing. Like nigga. God fucking um, damn, she is beautiful. Black mirrors, and we like in the same age range. Like she, I'm like <laughs> shit. How do I meet this woman? Hey, Black Mirror season. I feel five. if I get a chance to meet her, I, I'm, I got a chance. Season five. No, we gonna find. She her was name. just in something else too recently. Well, so I was first introduced to her in um, what was the Jackie Robinson movie? She was in that. She played his wife. Oh, okay. Forty two. Yeah, I was introduced to her in that. Why is never on. watched it? By the way. Yeah, she uh, she kept, maybe because it was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, hold on. Now. I'm about to find her name. How is how how is Chadwick Boseman? He's the same nigga. <laughs> he he the is the Anthony Anth- Mackie. Chadwick Boseman is the Anthony Mackie of Chadwick Boseman's. Nigga. I think so. Um, I feel like Chadwick Boseman was done. Nicole Beery, that's her name, or B. Hurry. I don't know. I she might be pronouncing that wrong. Chadwick. She's Boseman. a good actor. She did. A, a, she she killed that Black Mirror episode. Dog, she did a phenomenal job. Like she, fam, the scene where she started checking that nigga because he wasn't fucking her. Dog, when they was in the restaurant, oh man, acting her at she's great. I want to see her in way more stuff because not only is she attractive, she's a very good actress. Maybe that's what like I'm like, what she she acting her fucking ass. You know what's funny? The same when when uh Black Mirror went off and I was like, damn, she killed that role. I literally had that exact same response in 42. Like, and I was like, 42 was cool, it was chill. I knew Jackie Robinson's story, it wasn't nothing new under the sun. But I was like, dog, whoever played his wife, like, crushed that shit. She's great, man. Shout out to Nicole Beery or Behari. I don't know how to pronounce that. Pardon me. But you the shit. And we like you up here at the culture. You can act your ass off. Um, Let's talk about Chad with Bozeman real quick. Then we're going to get back to the banker. But y'all know how we do. Oh, she only 35. Oh, nigga. You ain't going to hit that gram up. <laughs> you ain't going to hit that gram up. I've been to the gram. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> you ain't going to shoot that DM. We shooting shots during the Roni. Well, you are. I ain't doing shit. Hey, baby. I ain't doing a goddamn thing, nigga. Um, Chadwick Boseman. I feel like we did Chadwick a disservice. And by we, I mean uh, Hollywood. Because his first, like, billion roles were biop- biopics. Yeah. Biopics, however they say that shit. Um. And I feel like he wasn't really required to act because you yeah. were playing a character. They were giving you the role and like he wasn't required to develop his own style is what I'll say. Um, and then by now the time, it's too late. Now it's too late. And now we see him like and it's funny, even in uh, 21 Bridges, which I thought was pretty entertaining. I like 21 Bridges. It was cool. If you ain't seen it, rent that shit. I'm ready for you to talk like T'Challa. Fam. <laughs> and even in that, like, did he really kill that role? It wasn't much They didn't give him A lot of material I'm gonna just say that Who could you see Black Panther as Chadwick Boseman out Who would you like To see Black Um I mean he played Another character In that movie In Black Panther But uh Daniel Whatever Dog from Get Out Dog from Queen of Slim I feel like he would Actually kill Black Panther Yeah And he 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 can act yeah, blacks. <laughs> he he's like blacker. Yeah, he's, he he look he would be more convincing as somebody from Africa. Yeah, and I'm sure his accent would probably be better. Now he would have to get into like Black Panther shape, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. But like, I, I feel like he would kill that type of role. Yeah. Um, 
And this ain't us shitting on Chadwick Boseman. I just think, again, just like Anthony, I just think they're medium actors. Like, well, it's not that, that, that like you you when you're looking for a specific thing, they can feel that specific role. Because some sometimes the great acting gigs, like I need you to not we us not to think about you. Yeah, you need to act this shit so good that it yeah. is believable. We don't think about good acting, bad acting. You just blend in. Yeah. And that makes the movie more believable, more realistic. So shout yeah. out to them for doing that type of shit. Yeah. Um, and I feel like some roles, when you get the overbearing type character or type of actor, they could fuck it up. Like, we didn't need you to be that. We needed you to be normal. Where like, is, um, I'm still standing. Derek Luke. Derek Luke. Um, he, he was on this past season of The Purge TV show on USA. I forget about that shit ever existing. And so it was only the two seasons. Don't even waste your time with the first one. The second season was fire. Only time I remember that shit ever existed is when you said it on this pod. The second season of The Purge on USA was really fire. If you got the USA app, go watch that shit. I wonder who he didn't do something with. Um, because that's what it, Derek Luke was the rising star. Like you after go to he did one of the, these parties, you'd be like, "No, nah, I'm straight, fam." Hey, double oh, entendre. Oh, you straight? <laughs> oh, you straight? Oh, and then you just not in movies. No guess more. what movie you won't be in, nigga? None. All of them. Because I'm like, fam, you look at what he Friday Night Lights. Like he crushed that role as Booby, nigga. Like, come on, you Booby Mouth. Come Antoine on, Antoine Fisher. Dog. Antoine Fisher. He's a good actor. Standing next to Denzel, he went and stole that movie. Standing next to Denzel, you literally nigga. got scenes and monologues with with Denzel, with the greatest, with one of the literal greats, and you was holding your own as a kid. Fam, we might have to review an Antoine Fisher. We might just got to do an Antoine Fisher appreciation hour because man. there's so many themes in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Do a Derek Luke appreciation. Yeah, and just get into all in it because that nigga again, he's one of them good actors who should have been great, but like somewhere along the line, he ain't fucked somebody in Hollywood. Who was trying to fuck And Chadwick Boseman came right up Like hey I do it Like what movie is that James Jesse, Brown Jesse Owens no problem <laughs> Like what you said you want me to be Thurgood Marshall Barack Obama no problem I know problem. he fucked somebody to be Thurgood Thurgood was a light skinned chubby nigga with gray hair I watched the movie with him on Looked like Netflix. Phil Avery With a Chad would go Netflix He was like some nigga came from out of town He was like the brother Somebody killed someone and he came in like to avenge him. And yeah, shit. he was like fighting and shit. It was like <laughs> it's fucking Black Panther in the U.S. Yeah, really. Though. All right. Um, speaking of acting, so how'd you feel about Sam Jackson and the banker? I thought he was pretty fucking believable. I yeah, thought, I think like I feel like he was playing him, but I feel like him fit this role. Yeah, you were old rich nigga. That's who you were playing. Was an old rich nigga. <laughs> this nigga like seventy something. Yeah. Man. And he don't shout Sam Jackson because that nigga don't move, talk, look, or act like he's seventy something. But he's definitely as old as our president and our fucking uh, Democratic nominees right now. And he don't look like it. But I feel like he was able to play himself, which in this movie made sense. Born in nineteen forty eight. That's crazy. That's crazy. He was able to play Sam Jackson, man. You are old rich nigga in real life. And now all you got to do is go be that in the banker. And I feel like that's why he was so captivating in this movie. And that's why I think it was so obvious when they stopped going to him and stopped like using him the way that they had been in the beginning when he was training dog and golf and all that. Like nigga, then y'all just went away and it was like, he was giving the movie some charisma nigga. It was kind of lacking. So Anthony Mackie character, um, 
he was trying to uh, buy this building, right? Yeah, he owned an apartment building already in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it was dope how he got that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Talk so he it. went to the dude, yeah. and um, he just got his numbers down pat. Like, y'all want this amount of money for it? And he like, nah, man. And they broke down some numbers, and white dude kind of was like, hey, man, you kind of smart, but yeah. no fucking way am I going to lend you. Because he basically was like, look, you want 35 for this shit, I'll give you 30 yeah. But I really only got twenty. <laughs> yeah. So how about I give you twenty, you loan me the ten, and in X amount of months I'm gonna give it back to you because I'm gonna rent this bitch out. Yeah. He's like, so you want me to give you ten thousand so you can buy my own? Yes. He, he was like, yes, because he and he had all the numbers and all that shit. So because his character uh, Bernard Gary, he was a genius, yeah. like with the numbers. That boy was smart as shit. So he peeped in his office what bank dude went to. Mm-hmm. To get his loan, so he went to the bank and asked, "Can I borrow money from you to play to one of your clients?" And long story short, uh, old boy um, agreed. Well, he he told him no, but he called him back like, "Yo, you use my name, fam, to try yeah, to get a loan." Yeah, he's like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You think that shit was cool?" Well, technically, nigga, do you think that shit was cool? Nah. Yeah, because he went on a little black rant. Like, if I was a black man, I wouldn't have been able to even walk in the building. That nigga was like, I didn't ask you about the laws. I asked you if you thought that was the fucking right thing to do. And that nigga said no. And he was like, cool. I'm going to sign off on your loan, nigga. <laughs> like, I'm I'm going to make sure you get that. And he was like, why are you doing this for me? He was like, because I don't fuck with niggas who do the right thing to do. Like, I want niggas who willing to think fucking outside the box. think outside the box and go around that. So already he's showing, he proving his mettle. Um, and he was able to get um, a loan to purchase an apartment building. And then uh, when he went over there to start doing repairs on the building, because there was some tenants there already, but yeah. it was still some stuff that required repair. A older white lady came by, told the niggas, y'all can't be here. It's a sundown rule, Nick. Yeah. And he said, oh, well, you know, uh, California law states that we can do maintenance on the building until 6 p.m. Don't you sass me, boy. Yeah, he was like... uh, (laughs) She literally said, don't you sass me, boy. And that nigga said, no, no, not sassing you, ma'am. And then the next day... Could you you live in those times? That's... Well, I guess you could because you don't know what you... You ain't have a choice. You ain't have a choice. Um... Because people born during those times were, you didn't know you can be like, bitch, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. So I think it's a reason, like I think about my pops, for instance, being a kid in the 60s and 70s and knowing like all the shit that he was involved in um, in the streets. My pops also only stayed around us. Like my pops wasn't out there hanging around white folks trying to like be- integrate into and nigga stay with his family. Like, I'ma stay on the block. I'ma stay in Hooper City, Alabama, around my family, around people who look like me, who I even if I got beef with them, I know that they ain't judging me because I'm black. Right. I know they ain't finna tell me, nigga, you can't come by here. Like, right. don't sass me, boy. Like, that ain't gonna happen if I stay in my own hood. But then you got like my mother and and all her siblings who lived up the street from my dad. It wasn't like they came from different areas, but my grandma on my mom's side, she was a nurse. And all my my mom and all her siblings, they had it a little different. Like it was it was a couple more dollars than where my dad came from. And educationally, all of them were like super fucking driven. 
to go to school and go get their education and go become something wanted to go to college and all that shit. So it was like they were trying to find their way in, quote, white America where my dad just didn't give a fuck. So I feel like I probably would have been of the type that I don't really need to be accepted over there. So I'm going to just chill over here. So niggas don't talk to me crazy. Side note. uh, What's that? I just got a text. Oh, shit. Um, They sent me this from Maryland. Has their stay at home order. Uh-huh. Um, effective March 30th at 8 p.m. Uh, only leave your home for essential reasons, including medical care or buying food. Some outdoor activities such as walking dogs is permitted. Blah, 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 blah. Anyone violating the order can be fined $5,000 and or be sentenced up to a year in jail. Jesus. Niggas is not fucking playing in Maryland. $5,000 and or and or a year in jail. Five thousand, nigga. We only getting twelve hundred. <laughs> we only getting twelve hundred. Stay your ass in the house. Hey, man. If you in Maryland, God bless you. You know what's crazy? I was supposed to be in Maryland like two out of four weeks in April for work. Um, I was gonna be in Columbia, Maryland, at uh at our office out there, and. That guy canceled, obvious. Yeah, I I was going to Virginia for some in the water. So I was going to be in that whole little area, dog. That's crazy. Five bands and or. And or a year in jail. So we're going to take the five and put your ass in jail. So let's talk about it real quick. We get back to the movie. But again, y'all know how we do it, man. Um, If Michigan says, because what was the rule again? Like, I want to know exactly what they said. Um, some outdoor activity such as walking dogs is permitted. Yeah, only essential businesses will remain open. Uh, only leave your home for essential reasons, including medical care or buying food. Mm-hmm. All right. So if Michigan said that, which they did, it's but they not finding it yet. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Not five thousand. Not five thousand. Not five thousand. Some people got some five hundred dollar tickets, by the well, way. But they were like wilding though, like them Rouge Park niggas. Like y'all was, come on, y'all niggas having a picnic and barbecue and party and shit. Like you deserve the five thousand dollar fine just to know this shit is serious. But if Michigan was like, yo, we see y'all anywhere but the grocery store or the hospital, five thousand dollars, or walking your dog up the block from your crib. Don't be like all far at the park, nigga. Well, see, the thing is, though, like when our governor got on there, she was like, listen, you can still go outside. You mm-hmm. can still ride your bike. You they can still encourage go, Ride your bike, go for a walk. Yeah. He said, you could even go to the park. Yeah. However, don't grow groups and keep the social distancing, yeah. or whatever, right? So, what everybody's saying is like, y'all going out, y'all going outside. Like, no, yeah. it's not you that can you can't go outside, that. but don't go out in groups and like, Clearly, y'all was having a fucking picnic and shit at Ruth yeah. Park. That's that's not that's disgusting. that's not ideal. That's disgusting. But like, how who to tell who's so this weekend on Twelve Mile and Mound, mm-hmm. uh, they were the police were stopping people and asking like, where y'all going? Trying to show proof. What if I say I'm about to go get something to eat? Then what? Is there a list of approved places you want? I want to go downtown and go get some carryout. Yeah, yeah. I, how I, far? I can't travel far. I got to stay within a five mile radius of my crib to go get food. This week in culture, send a message, message, message. Hold up. Nigga, how? What is saying? This message is no longer available because it was unsent by the sender. Who sent us 10 million messages? Oh, that's that. Um, 
Will Will. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because literally when I just opened up the gram, I saw what that was. So anyway, all that to say, um, whatever the the rules and ordinances are in your city and or state, please follow them. We don't want nobody out there getting fined, especially if they find it up to five bands and then you're in jail. I would hate for you to go to prison over the fucking Roni because you couldn't sit down, dog. And then go sit down and get it. <laughs> hey, because guess what? In prison, you got to sit down. <laughs> like, you go in prison, you're sitting down, nigga. They, you, you think you social distancing now, nigga. Wait till you can't come out your celly except for breakfast, dinner, and an hour of rec time, nigga. When you on 23 and 1, then you will sit the hell down. So just relax. Um. So, oh, so he bought the, the apartment building. Back to the banker. Bought the apartment building. The white lady sassed, or he sassed the white lady, apparently. So the next day, she saw him there after 6 p.m. And she said, didn't I tell you last night you can't be here after 6 p.m.? He was like, oh, well, uh, meet maintenance workers can't, ma'am, but residents can. And she said, residents? He I'm said, yeah, in. I'm moving in. I'm moving in. And then she found out that he actually owned the building. So it was like three haymakers in a row for that old white lady. She couldn't get her racism off at all. So she actually moved. <laughs> she got the hell on. But it was kind of dope because I, I like this scene. When she moved out, another couple came and moved in. Like black. immediately, black couple pulled up. Like, what's happening? That was, that one scene was all that Bernard Garrett was trying to do was get opportunities to black people who might not have them because now he owns some shit. Yeah, because he basically was like, listen, um, the upper class black people are stuck in the quote-unquote ghetto in the yeah. hood, and they really want to move up, and they want to move somewhere that the white folks won't let them. So I want to yeah. build a new area. It's a new clientele. I'm going to put brand new shit in here. Like, black folks got money too. Yeah, and we don't want to live in no slums, and we don't want to live around you white people either. Yeah, that was his thinking. Uh, so uh, he created another another little area. And so the dope thing about uh, Bernard Garrett and Joe Morris at their height, and you see this at the end of the film, but I thought it was a dope stat. At their height, they owned 177 buildings. It's crazy. Some of their buildings had more than 100 tenants, like each nigga. They was getting busy out here, dog. Like, so there. After he bought that building, um, he was talking with his brother or cousin, whoever uh, dog was from. He's uh exactly his nephew. Nephew, that's what it was. It was his nephew. He was talking to his nephew, um, telling him what he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to buy these buildings and da da da. His nephew already knew uh, what his what his uncle was on. And then when he told Samuel L. Jackson's character Joe Morris that he was really trying to get into this real estate. Joe said, nigga, they ain't going to let us just buy all these buildings, dog. Like we black. I'm going to just keep it real. We're black. This is not going to happen. So then he said, uh, I got an idea. So somebody, his nephew worked with a white dude. He said, I want him to be the face of this shit. Oh, and this only worked because the original dude, he bought the first property with, he, he died. went, he went to him and said, Hey, listen, I want to go in business with you. We'll do some 50 50 shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, long story short, you do all that shit on the back end. When we got to meet the people, yep, I'm yep. going to do it for you. Yeah. So um, originally the idea wasn't to be shady. Yeah. It was a 50 50 handshake deal with this white man who 
liked him, who trusted him, who just gave him the loan or signed off on the loan for the apartment. And then the white dude ended up dying. Yeah. They ain't had nothing on paper. The white dude's lawyer knew and the wife knew. Nobody else knew that they had a 50-50 agreement. So when he died and they were going over assets, the lawyer told him that the wife wasn't giving him all that. She wasn't splitting 50-50. She was giving that nigga 25 cent on a dollar. Nowhere near half, nigga. And um, he was like, yo, that's bullshit. And you know it. That ain't what the, the deal was that me and him had. She said, prove it. Fight me in court. You can't. I'm white. I'm, I'm a white woman whose husband just died. And you don't have a contract. You lose that every time. You have no contract. And the lawyer knew. And uh, Anthony Mackey was like, yo, can't you be a witness? And dog was like, nigga, I get this barred. Yeah, turn like, the kind of privilege. Yeah, he was like, I can't do that. So you kind of asked out, bro. So then he said, damn, I'm going to take this little 25 cent on the dollar. But he like, yo, all these ideas that I had and all these like ventures I was trying to get into, I still need a white face. I need a front man. And that's when he found his, his nephew's uh, co-worker. All right. Is that right or wrong? Needing a front man or... Needing a white front man. Is that right or wrong? In that era, that's right as fuck. I, I really don't think... Now, granted, they were, again, in one of the more progressive states at that time. They didn't have a chance in hell without nah. doing it how they did it. Uh, it's nah. unfortunate. If white folks wanted to go in the hood and buy some property and want to use a black man just as a face, right or wrong? Oh, now that's wrong, but that's where the circumstances come in. Okay. Because the whole shit is circumstantial in itself. The reason that we would be doing it is because we wouldn't even be able to walk into literally couldn't physically walk into the bank fuck whether you could get the loan or not you couldn't go in the bank to do that shit and there were no black bank owners before these two niggas so you have zero chance of being able to do what you're trying to pull off and even if let's say you were sam sam jackson's character and you had money you still were not going to be able to walk in because Sam Jackson was like, yo, I have my white dude in San Francisco do the business for me. Yep. I'm basically doing the same shit. You telling me you want to do with this, but with my banker in San Fran. Bet. So, but if a white person was doing that, trying to buy a black business where it would be wrong is you didn't need to do that. You doing it. Cause you trying to fucking, you want to face so you could be accepted we needed a face so we could be welcomed, yeah. <laughs> nigga. It's a difference, like. So yeah, man. When you watching this, did you think that shit was gonna work? No, because no. off rip, I'm thinking like this white boy gonna squinder y'all yeah. out of y'all. Like it always happens. I, I was like waiting that. on the moment that something got fucked up the entire movie, um, because I ain't so normally with especially a movie like this, I'm a research and go into and I did all of that. I just did it post watching the movie. Fact. Because uh, I, I didn't want to spoil it. I didn't look at nothing. Before. Yeah, I had nope. I know what this is about. I read the synopsis back when it was supposed to come out in November. I know what I'm finna look at. Outside of that, I ain't read up on nothing related to it. Not even the uh, the case or the accusations um, against Bernard Garrett Jr. So I thought it was dope how they they, they got the white boy, his uh, nephew's friend, uh, schooled him, taught him how to yeah. do math, taught him how to golf, taught him golf, taught him uh, etiquette. They had him sitting down at the dinner, learning yeah. his forks and spoons and shit. It, it, it really thought it really was funny. Yeah, that the two black people who are thought as is uneducated and don't even and looked down upon are essentially given culture. 
to this young man. To this white man. And it was funny too, um, because when he first came on, when they said, when Sam was like, fuck it, let's use him. And uh, he came up, they asked him, do you want to work for us, nigga? And he was like, yeah. They said, no, nigga. Do you want to work for us, our black asses? Dog said, bro, green is literally the only color I care about. I ain't that white dude. And I thought it was funny, too, because he was young, like, at least in the film. Like, in the real-life version, the dude looked mad old. I don't know if he was just an older-looking white guy, but Dog looked really old, nigga. But in the film, he was, like, the young, ambitious... He ran into the girl that he knew in high school and shit, and she always said, like, yeah, you always had a great business mind. You always wanted to own your own business. So he had that type of ambition. So I felt like he was game because, nigga... I'm a young California dreaming type nigga. I don't care about no blacks. I thought once he, cause he he weren't he learned the game. Yeah, remember, you know, he learned the game, did his shit. I'm thinking like, all right, this nigga about to start doing his own thing yeah. anytime now, he anytime going, now. So it was, so they pulled it off. Let's just they pulled off the scheme, and they pulled it off a hundred times over. And they, they was buying buildings left and right. And the um the dope thing about it, they were the only black building owners, and then all white owned land previously <laughs> like they came in and legit owned buildings that was on white land no other fucking person or race of people owned yeah anything on the land that they were buying this stuff in in la so they pulled it off they started making a ton of money and dog was getting money not only was he was he was the face but they was paying him nigga was making 25 grand a year Back in the 50s, 60s, you was living, nigga. You was Some good money. Yeah, we, we know the medium income in City yeah. Trek right now. So. Hey, 33,000. <laughs> um, so Dog was getting money, and uh, he, he started dating and eventually married the girl from high school who he had ran into. And he was really, that's when he started taking it seriously. He wasn't really getting the math and the golf, and he was kind of a fuck up. And then when he bumped into a girl at the diner, she was his waitress. That's why I thought it was downhill. Come yeah. On, oh, she about to get you to. Yeah, but Dog was like when when he said, "Yeah, um, I'm about to go into business with these two guys," and da 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 da. He saw her face like, "Oh, you going into business and you gonna be an owner?" And then nigga was like, "Yeah, I gotta turn up." Women, uh, women that inspire you to do some shit, nigga. Like I've always said, like, yo, if I don't really feel like cleaning up my room, nigga, you gotta hit a girl and tell her to come over instantly clean. Instant clean. I might text her right back when I'm done. Like, hey man, don't pull up. I'm feeling sick. I just wanted to clean my room. Yeah, for sure. Or don't answer the door, and now she's just out there, and you in there in a clean ass house chilling. But um, so they pulled it off, they made it happen. But then Bernard Garrett, Anthony Mackie, he got a little ambitious. He went home, got in his feelings. Went home, he was celebrating with his dad, smoking cigars. He don't even smoke, but his dad do, so he wanted to have a moment. Oh nigga, when when the Roni is over, we going to cigar bar, nigga. We turn up. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, cause that's all I thought about during the scene when he was talking to his dad on the porch. Like, man, I want to stop well, you man. so bad. Uh, this long shit got me kind of. <laughs> oh, Ronnie got to be clear. It's man. a respiratory shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah I got to keep these lungs together. The, shit. The, the, uh, the Ronnie got, nigga, keep it clear. I know some weed heads that's like, yeah, I ain't even going to smoke. Dog. Nigga still toting up like, fam, you sure you don't want to do this? <sighs> I told, I literally told my homeboy the other day, like, dog, just get your edible, bro. Just get you edible. Don't smoke. Because what you end up being addicted to is not the, the not the THC or the mm-hmm. CBD or whatever. You addicted to the fucking chemicals in them papers you yeah. rolling up, them blunts that you rolling up. Yeah. You don't even know that's what you're addicted to. 
Cause yeah. if it's the if it's the high, eat a fucking edible then. And enjoy your motherfucking day, dog. But um, yeah, man, take care of your lungs out here. So Anthony Mackie go back to Texas. He living. He didn't show that his dad even said, Hey, you was right. You knew when you was 13, you was going to be able to do this. And he like, yeah, man. And, uh, I'm gonna go take a walk around the city. He talking to Neil Long. Like, I'm gonna take a walk. And she like, why don't you take your son with you? So he take his son and they go on a walk. They go to the bank where he used to shine shoes and him and his son, well-dressed. They got their suits on. They walk up on a little shoe shine guy who looked like he did when he was a little kid. And he say, yo, how much for a shine? Dog <laughs> says, whites only. That's fucked up when a black man. A t- black, black man child won't tell you black whites, whites only. only. He looked up at that bank. And, and that's when it hit him. But so, all right. How'd you feel about that? Like the desire to do that? Because he had a lot of niggas tell him that ain't the move. His wife told him, Sam Jackson told him. That ain't the move. You don't want to try to buy nothing in Texas. A bank? We don't even know banking, nigga. We know real estate. How you feel about him wanting to do that and actually, like, pushing to go through with it? That was dope. Yeah. Because he was like, well, listen, most banks is, they getting all their money from real estate investments, and I'm the fucking shit in real estate. Yeah. Um, Like, it's numbers, fam. Yeah. And I'm a numbers guy. Yeah. So, I can do this shit and I can give my loans to my people. Like I, 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 I dig the whole concept. I loved, and the, they pulled it off. I love the thought and I love the ambition. Here's what I didn't love and where I felt they messed up in this moment. So they got the white guy in because the white dude had to move to Texas. Like niggas had to uproot, like leave LA. He got a wife now. They moved him to Texas and they're buying a bank. This ain't buying a building. Y'all are actually buying a bank to own and operate. I felt like they didn't teach him more. Like they still kind of let him like, you know, exist and shit. Like he wasn't really. I felt like that was kind of like, like you just, you still the little nigga. Around yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. What I'm and that's so again, to, to my point of teaching him more, showing him more about the ownership and how to keep this going. And really like, cause y'all showed him the numbers in LA for him to be able to walk in and look like he know what he's talking about. But once this nigga got to actually sit in that building every day. Well, the first one wasn't a, it wasn't bad because you just sitting there and you run this shit by me at yeah, the end yeah. of the week and I'm going to do all the work. Yeah. It wasn't until. Oh boy got involved. Yeah. And then he like, oh, well, bye, let's get another ba- yeah. bank. Like, and that's, so they start letting him pitch ideas and then they was going with it. But it was like, yo, show him what the fuck he really need to be doing. So they bought the bank. They pulled it off. They pulled the same scheme off, but it was um the former owner of the bank who sold it to them. Well, sold it to the white guy. Um, his son was a whole ass nigga. Just a fact. Or observant. Or observant. Either or. Either he, or. He peeped something was off. He he was a white guy in Texas, and he knew that this just looked. What other different? Two at? Yeah, we got all these names on this paperwork. He said, "Why they not here?" Oh, um, they have several other businesses they run, and yet they closing on this one. So why they not here? Uh, you know, uh, my man was like, "Yo, we got all the money in the bank and over here, nigga." Yeah, like, nigga, why your business partners ain't here? And so he he was kind of calling bullshit from day one when the deal went through. But then once they actually owned it, and now you got to report up to this white dude who you already looking at is younger than you, probably a little more inferior in banking than you, and he from L.A. He not even from here. I'll tell you where they fucked up at. You did 19 loans in one week. Fam, spread this shit out. So immediately, um, the whole reason, because I just realized we didn't say this. 
Yes, he wanted to buy the bank for nostalgic purposes. Yo, I wasn't even able to. This is where I learned my numbers at, and I wasn't even able to go here. Even as a successful businessman, I can't get my shoes shined here. But he also said, I want to be able to give black people loans for businesses and home loans that they cannot get otherwise. They just can't. Soon as they went, bought the shit, deal went through 19 loans in the first day. Hey, what are you doing? Or first couple days. Have them. Hey, what are you doing, dog? Sir, you ODN right now, nigga. <laughs> like, like y'all do know the last owner left his son to to, to watch it. If it was just y'all up in that bitch, yeah, fine, go crazy. But it's like, yo. So immediately, the son called the white dude out on it. Like, yo, y'all approved nineteen. You approved nineteen loans in one day. Nigga was like, uh, yeah, yeah. Where you get the people from? It was like. Nigga, like one, that's a lot of fucking money. And he like, dog, you just you putting us out there. Like, what if one of these motherfuckers don't make no profit? Dog was like, oh well, yeah, that's why we get collateral. That's what collateral's for. And it's like, yeah, true, but nigga, again, this the second thing in a row you done did that looked kind of shady. And when you dealing with a son that's already suspicious of you, he gonna look a little further into it. You could believe that. So, of course, they started looking into it, and the son. Then realized, dun, 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 these two names of these two people, they are famous black businessmen from L.A. They got a picture on the front of the fucking Los Angeles Times with the vice president, Lyndon B. Johnson. I looked you niggas up and look what I found. And so he pulled right up on uh, Bernard Garrett's house like, nigga. Yeah. I Y'all the owners? He was like, man, imagine when I tell all our white customers that they, they bank is owned by some black people. That, yo, real quick, man. Racism is one of the sickest things ever. Like, niggas back in the day, well, not niggas, white people back in the day had legit, like, vitriol for black people just because we was here. Like, for nothing else. Them niggas just hated us, though. Like, he knew all I got to do is tell white bank customers that the owner of the bank is black and they will leave. Nigga, imagine leaving Chase or Bank of America or whoever the fuck you bank with because you found out the owner was white. Nigga, I assume the owner is white. <laughs> like, now if you find out he's a, a Nazi, niggas may. That might be something different. But I'm like, dog, you found out the owners were black and they didn't hate you? Like, them black people don't care about you. They not bothering you. They don't hate you. Like, why are you so mad, dog? But the nigga threatened him. He basically said, yo, I'm going to get y'all the fuck out of here. And. That's exactly what he went on to do. Um, they started losing accounts. They lost like five accounts in one day. They had nine more that dog had to quote save, which he probably was just telling people just so they could threaten to leave. Um, and then the white dude came up with an idea because his girl had been on him like, yo, I thought you was going to own she the bank. Wanna, she wanted to leave. And go she back. didn't want to be in Texas anyway. She yeah. like, Look, I thought she was going to be an owner. And he was feeling kind of inadequate because he kind of do want more. Yeah. Because he didn't learned all this shit. Now he got the shit off the top of his head. He wants to. He wants to be. He want to be down. He want to yeah. be included. And he is still just the front man. So he did come up with an idea. Yeah. He sold him the idea, and then he kind of black. He kind of he put him in a fucked up position. Was like, look, yeah. either we do this shit or I'm going back to Cali. Yeah. And so they had no Bottom other option. Line Bottom line, there was only three months in though. Yeah. They made now, a he lot did. of money in a short window, dog. Now he did have a point when his uh 
dude wife was there watching over him. He was like, you know, do you resent me and all the other shit? She's like, well, look, you didn't know banking three months ago. Yeah. He's like, well, Joe didn't know banking three months ago. Yeah. Yeah, but Joe was an OG in this motherfucking game, and I know more than you in general and about life in general and people Facts. about life in general. But, like, it was a good touche moment. Uh, but you, cl- fam, we told you you didn't know what you was doing. Yeah. 90 days and you running the entire whole bank by yourself? Yeah, so his plan was buy this other bank in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, was a smaller bank. So what happened was the son... That kind of like pushed up an auditing thing yeah, after yeah, all those loans. It was came supposed through. to happen a few months from then. He pushed it up to a month from now. Yeah. So, um, and they was gonna get found out that all these loans was black. Yeah. So, old boy. Yeah, old boy was like, "Yo, instead of dealing with the comptroller and and all these people coming to audit us, how about this? We buy this smaller bank in Texas." And then we shift all them 19 loans over to the smaller bank. Then when they come up here in a month and they audit, ain't no black loans on mm. this bank because we moved them on to another bank. Sounded simple enough, but and what could possibly go wrong? Because you, we picking up all these loans. I'm going to give you a commission. $189,000. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So y'all, y'all finna make almost 200 grand just to, you know, Get this off. Move some money. Move some money from one bank to another. It was risky, but they was like, fuck it. Again, what choice do we have? The nigga said he was going to go back to L.A. If we don't let him be an owner, this is his chance for ownership. And his plan at the moment sounded okay. What could go wrong? Now, in order to pull this off, I'm going to give you specific instructions. Follow these to a T. Call my man. Have him do it. They said, look. Call our lawyer. We have a lawyer. Have him review all 19 of these new loans before you sign off on them at the new bank. Because once you sign off on them at the new bank, we don't want no problems, nigga. Our lawyer will know what to do. Have him review these. He didn't do that. And he didn't tell them that he didn't do that. Shit. We didn't know he didn't. We didn't know it. We thought everything went off without a hitch. What could go wrong? Here's the thing. When you're dealing with a whole ass nigga, which the son at the first bank was, you can't let up, nigga. You can't not be on your toes at all time. They were not on their toes at all time. What do you think really happened? In real life? Yeah. I think the son from the first bank snitched. Like, I don't care about... No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about... I think son from the first bank and this... Oh, and the white dude was in, in cahoots? 100%. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Because like, again, how now you, he has a problem with them. Like, they don't want to let him be an owner. He fucked up, right? Yeah. My man pushed everything up. He know you, he, he he caught everybody. He don't like y'all. Then you go to him for help? Yeah. Yeah. So what the white dude did, the lawyer that they told him to use to have review all the documents, he wasn't available. And instead of pushing for him to be available or having uh, either Bernard or Joe give that nigga a call like, yo, nigga, we need you to be available to go over this shit. Instead of doing that, he went to the son who was the whole ass nigga at the first bank and asked him for connects because they're in Texas. He don't know nobody else. So if it ain't our internal lawyer, I don't know no lawyers in Texas who going to review this. So he went to the son. The son had his lawyer review it. The thing was his lawyer switched the papers up a little bit change some wording in the paperwork basically the wording he changed would allow and change the loans themselves yeah yeah. 
changed a few of them. Handful of the loans, the um, the amount got changed, and it was over the allotted amount that a bank of that size could uh, take on. Some of them, he changed the amount of years that they were going to be in the loan for. He changed a lot of shit. And once he did that, it put them at risk. He knew he did that. The son did. So then they go on business as usual. But now that little audit got moved up. And not only did it get moved up, it's at the new bank that they bought. They weren't prepared for it. They had an hour to get the books together. They tried to freestyle some. It ain't work out. Federal indictment coming. I'm like, nigga. That's scary as fuck during them times. Hell yeah. Like, you might be worried about a lynching coming, nigga. In Texas, y'all done frauded a bank, essentially. So, and they did everything right under the books, except for the paperwork that my man's lawyer switched up. So, because my man switched up the paperwork, they ultimately end up valuing that whole package of, of loans at like 1.6 million. Yeah. And because those weren't the original ones, they overvalued it. Yep. They over it was overvalued and they paid they got paid two hundred thousand dollars for it. Yeah. So, so now look, it looked like y'all took some. Yeah. Oh, also, um, after all that shit happened, Teddy what was his name? What was his name? I don't know why the fuck I called a nigga Teddy. Uh Anthony Maggie? No, white the boy. White dude? Yeah. Uh shit, Mike Mick. Long story short, he bought them bitches from the other bank. Yeah. Like what? Like now you laundering money and shit. Yeah. Like you overvalue something and then you sent it to another. Like why why would you do that without calling and telling somebody? The white dude is from fucking the UK too. All these niggas from the UK. Even the white people. But I thought that Um, yeah. But like you did some weird shit uh twice now. Yeah. Like, come on, man, you ain't on this shit, dog. Yeah, I um I wouldn't you doubt didn't do it if in the movie, in, but yeah. like in real life, in real life you come probably on, did. Yeah. Come on, dog. So let's let's think about the uh, the real life version of this for a minute. If I'm Anthony Mac or if I'm Bernard Garrett in real life, in the movie, all this shit is cute. In real life, if I'm Bernard Garrett from Texas, I know what the fuck can happen in a state like Texas. I'm never doing this. Fuck ambition, dog. Your ambition got you a hundred some buildings in L.A. I might do it still. I ain't doing it in Texas, bro. The worst thing that can happen, I get found out. Well, the worst thing that happened, I can get found out and get lynched. Facts. Uh, other than not getting lynched, okay. I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> other than not getting lynched, uh, I'll make as much money as I can, and once Man. I get found out, I'll sell the bank. I I also think he might, and I'm been. selling it for a top dollar. I was trying to think like what could they have done differently in Texas than they did, and again, it's just the sun. And not only just it's really just oh, but because if the son oh, you know what they could have did differently? Hmm. The old owner still had a twenty percent stake in it. Yeah, because they bought buy the him out completely. Yeah, buy him out completely. Get rid of the son. Get rid of the get son. Get rid of the son. Get him out of there. He shouldn't have still been a part of your business. Or fire him. Listen, I get it. Are you you want to leave your son here to watch over your investment? Yeah. We don't want that. We want full yeah. autonomy, or we're not doing a deal. Yeah, I feel like again. If the fucking dude went to their lawyer, none of this happens. At the very least, the son would have had to think of something else to do to try to get them out of there. Yeah. But this wouldn't happen. And I feel like them not verifying that they connected, he connected with the lawyer is where they fucked up. What else is weird is the fact that he could have walked away with this shit with no jail time, but you took an emotional standpoint. Yeah. 
Why would you do that? Yeah. Like, that nigga literally was facing five years and didn't get shit. And then... 50. 50. Was it 50? My bad. I knew it had a five in it. That nigga was facing real time, though, in federal prison and didn't get shit because he talked on the stand. Now, Anthony and... Oh, boy. They never said how long they went to jail. I noticed that. I actually... Let me see if I can find that because I'm very curious how long they served. Um, and why the, you went you went you Bernard I would have just took the plea Garrett cause they could they could have avoided jail time but he would no longer be able to own the bank yeah alright nigga the gig is up you still rich as fuck so they had all they shit seized all they properties all they lost all they buildings lost their homes like well see they was gonna drop he could have got all that shit yeah, back yeah could have kept his shit Come but on, they man. was trying to, you know, making a fucking political stance and all that shit, man. No, fuck that. I ain't going to prison. Yeah. Damn, it don't say here either. Just say they served time in prison. Yeah, I'm curious how long they served, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna look a little bit more into that. Um, but all that say, they put too much faith in the white boy, and that's why this went wrong. When y'all was going to buy that second joint, and y'all knew that you had to shift 19 loans from one bank to another, y'all oversee that. You just told him he can't be a boss. He can't run a bank. How y'all trusting him with that? Now, granted, it was a good idea. Oh, he came up with a fucking a Hail Mary, nigga. But y'all, it flag on the play. Then I thought he fixed it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they was like, yeah. shit. Only thing that's going to get us in is if, if Teddy would be the greatest bank manager. or I don't know yeah. why I call this nigga Teddy. His name's Teddy for now, for now on. Fuck it. Uh, He's he, he going to be the greatest <laughs> bank manager in the history of the world or some shit. And then he get the phone call like, yeah, he sold all them damn loans. I'm thinking like, oh, oh boy, stepping the fuck up. Yeah. He's like, well, who bought him? Uh, main bank. I'm like, what? His name was Matt. I knew it was something. Matt. Matt, Mike. I called him Mick. That's racist. Anyway. um, So... They get the federal indictment after they realize that they basically overvalued this shit and potentially frauded about 200 grand. They tell Matt, yo, you facing all this jail time, but you ain't got to serve shit if you testify. What we found out at the end was he gave them a heads up. Well, he gave Bernard Garrett a heads up that he was going to testify. But again, he had a plan. Basically, yo, I'm going to testify they're going to seize all your shit. But while y'all still got some money, before they start coming to take this shit, buy you a house and set yourself up. I also would have been like, nigga, send this money to the fucking Bahamas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't don't buy a house in the Bahamas, but well, not have no money in, in the, the Bahamas. Like, nigga, I'd have moved all my shit over. Them niggas would have seized $10. Or fam, take all my money, put it in your account, and then send it to me. Yeah. Hold my, my wife. Hold it. Yeah. Like something. It was a better, but for, at least they got ahead of it and had a house. So, and I thought it was cool that they bought houses right next to each other. Like, yo, we get out of jail. Shit's going to be good, nigga. I'm still going to be the king. So, he testified. They got up there. Um, Bernard Gary got up in front of the Senate and essentially bombed. He was trying to make a fucking political statement, and it just didn't happen, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. You going to jail. They served however much time they did. They got out of prison. They moved to the Bahamas and lived happily ever after in their houses, as far as we know. Um, what I did think was dope, three years after all this happened, Fair Housing Act happened. 
uh, Fair Housing Act of 1968, I think, um, which states that you can't deny a person uh, ownership or rental of a property based on their race, religion, or gender. Yeah, we'll just say it's your credit score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we'll just dictate yeah, that yeah. based by... And, and we know your t- <laughs> credit score is dictated by your race, religion, and gender. <laughs> but fuck it, though. Um, but no, man, I overall, I thought this was a really good film. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was bold as fuck. You didn't tell us how long that niggas went to jail for. Yeah. I would have showed us. I, I enjoyed the pictures after. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I would have liked a little bit more insight on the jail time because Anthony Mackie came out of jail like they did thirty days, nigga. Nigga walked out clean, had his suit still popping and shit. I can tell there was a there was a, a shift because Eunice had like a mini Jerry curl ish mm, looking. Like yeah. I can tell there was a cultural shift yeah. from whatever time it was they to moved next. From the sixties to seventies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know how yeah. long it was there. She had a gold tooth at the bottom and I'm shit. I'm like, well, did she wait for a dog? Or yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why we niggas. Cause soon as he walked out of jail and started running up on uh cause they showed Sam Jackson first. They ain't show Eunice first. She was second. And then when they hugged, I was like I wonder if she fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. You wait for dog or no? If you go to prison, you even want your girl to wait. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why I don't want my girl to wait. Depends on how long I got. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. That you matters. got you got two years. You don't want to wait. Yeah, no, two years. You wanted to wait. Three, but if you anything five and under, you can wait. I feel like if my girl can't wait five for me, like, five is a long time. Five and under. That's it. Five is long, but that's the max, though. Yeah. Like, you start knocking them down. We have four after a year, nigga. Four years. Anything over five, I don't even want you to tell me you're waiting for me because I think you're lying. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Five is my personal believe you threshold. Look, don't tell me what none you're doing, but when I call, answer. Every time. When I Every call, time. answer. Because the minute you don't take this collect call, now I got to pull out the burner. Still hold me down. Yeah. Like I'm not beefed out with you, you know what I'm saying. You do what you need yep. to do. Uh, when I get out, uh, don't have no STDs and have no kids. It don't live with a nigga. Twenty one questions video, nigga. <laughs> would you love me if I was down? And I nigga said, would you like for a quarter century? Yeah, shit. Twenty five, nigga. Rest in peace, nigga. <laughs> but you was wild on that. Twenty five. Like Nate was wilding, nigga. Fifty nigga. was wilding. Nate was wilding. Tw- Everybody was wilding. Twenty five years. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, nigga. Please. When I get out in twenty five years, I don't even know if I want to go with you no more. Like I'm like, I, what you gonna look like twenty five years? I'm from now? different. Like, you know, everything is different twenty five years from now. Everything nigga. is different now. But on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got to get the fuck about it here, dog. <laughs> hey, man, if you have Apple TV Plus, please go stream The Banker. I want to make sure this shit is getting streamed as much as possible. It deserves it. It was not just a, quote, black film. This is a film about black excellence, dog. It like is. This is real life, but these was too Black rich. history. This is black history that we didn't know about. This, is new. this ain't the same retelling of... What they be mad at slave stories yeah. and oppression and all that. This ain't that. Ain't nobody getting lynched. Don't nobody die. Don't nobody get beat up. Might be a little assault by the feds when that nigga <laughs> got picked up, but that was it. Um, we saw some some evidence of racism, like some of their black businesses. Oh, real quick, let's talk about that. 
So some of the business owners, like they went to one of the restaurants of one of the dudes who they gave a loan to. Yeah. And when they were walking out, they were like, yeah, man, everything's going to be okay. And then they turned around and they saw the owner. Nigger owned. It said nigger owned on the side. Somebody had spray painted. They saw the owner trying to clean that off. Um, I thought that was the son, the white son of the, from the first bank. I thought he put niggas up to that. Like, yeah, they took these specific 19 loans. He had his lawyer review those loans. He knew every black business that they gave money to. So and I feel addresses. like he was like, mm, he was yeah. stalking them and shit. Yeah, let's get these niggas the fuck out of here. But that said, this movie is about black excellence. It's about two men who went on to become very wealthy in the Jim Crow era. Like of all eras to become wealthy in, you two dudes became wealthy during Jim Crow. Two of the wealthiest people in the country. Crazy. The first black bank owners ever like that's crazy dog them niggas went they really went crazy they really had a great idea man they executed it at a certain point though i feel like i ain't even gonna say they got greedy they just got ahead of themselves they thought that well, they could joe told them like nigga this yeah, is a bad idea yeah. i don't want to do it joe told him and eunice told him like and like he said my dad told me when i was 13 i wasn't gonna be able to do this shit but bernard I ain't here's why i'm not mad at bernard Cause he threw a fucking hell mirror. He tried. tried. He tried something. He fucked the whole game up. <laughs> I put like this, but he tried. Everything that you have right now, every bit of technology, everything that you own, everything physically in this physical world right now, yeah, existed first in somebody's mind. Yep. It didn't. It it didn't exist. Yeah. This microphone didn't exist. It was in someone's mind. Man, I got an idea about this new microphone. Oh, I got an idea about this new laptop. It, it existed in someone's mind. Yeah. So, I'm giving you the. I'm giving you respect for trying to get that out of your mind and make it a reality. And because of that, they have been black-owned banks. First yeah. Independence of Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like they are black-owned banks specifically because you two decided to own one first. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, it was inspiring. It was well acted. It was well paced too. It didn't drag. A lot of those period pieces could feel like they drag. It didn't. It moved right along and got straight to the shits. That nigga owned that apartment building within 15 minutes of that movie starting. Um, I overall, man, I thought it was a, a excellent film. I thought it was well done. I was entertained. I was entertained all the way through, man. Uh, Anthony Mackie was one of the co-producers. Now, granted, I was watching at the crib. I was real comfortable. I'm very comfortable. When I airplay this bitch to the TV, I'm very comfortable, yeah. dog. Um, yeah, man. I, I thought this was one of Sam Jackson's more subtle roles. Um, he was still his same, like, charismatic, loud, kind of boisterous yeah. self, but it worked. It worked really well. I really liked his character. I wish they did a little bit more development on his background because I'm very curious. We learned a lot about where Anthony Mackie came from, but, like, even saying Sam Jackson was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Because he always had a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Oh, this is the example here. Yeah. This is like where this come from. And it's God. like, yo, he was born with a silver spoon and he came from money. That's cool. But that don't necessarily mean that he goes on to be successful. You know, what's so funny is I wouldn't mind. I would not have minded if this was an Apple TV series. That would have been dope to break this down over. 10 episodes, episodes. Yeah. Like, and, and really dig into this story and again it don't require multiple seasons give me one season of this 
like and I'm I'm thinking even on like these untold black story I had never heard of this story prior to last year when they were talking about this movie coming out once you started really looking into what this was and what these two men became at the time they became it it reminds you there are so many for picking up this shit yeah facts facts they don't have to they didn't um once you realize or watch a movie like this and realize how many black stories of black excellence from that era from this era from eras 10 20 years before this one went untold man because like you got a madam cj walker we said before when they first announced that that was coming to netflix we were like we ain't heard much about cj walker other than what she did yeah yo millionaire how come first uh black millionaire and woman millionaire and made the comb high comb hair products cool i want to know the story behind that now what if she was i don't i haven't watched this yeah me neither i haven't done a lot of research on her well we found out she was a piece of shit i feel like that's what niggas were saying in this movie that's what i kind of got right but i was trying to like not look like oh shit (laughs) madam cj was bullshit but like all through all through growing up we've been taught like yo this is the person this is the person oh shit she was the first oh she was a piece of shit you know what though Kind of going back to the banker. I hope that's not the case. Yeah, I hope it is. And I'm, that or was like a, that was a strictly yeah. a hypothetical, right? But that means, aka, we got to do the research on what we've told. But like, look at the banker, right? Joe Morris, Sam Jackson's character. What if we found out he was a womanizer, woman beating, wasn't taking care of kids, yeah. was fucking a lot of chick? Like, damn, that'll make you look at that. He said different. he wasn't. He wasn't the Marion type. Yeah, he could have been the nigga. Literally told Anthony Mackie, "I ain't trying to fuck your wife." And he was like, I ain't saying that to everybody in here. Yeah, I don't, I don't tell everybody that in this moment because I'm fucking a lot of these niggas. Why? Like, damn, what if that nigga was kind of a trash dude? He just had money and access and the charisma to, to network. And let's be real. Hey. I mean, if you come from money, you got money, you know, like you probably had. You pro- and that's the thing. You was born with it. You always had it. You still know how to get it. You're probably a dickhead. It's just a fact. You're probably an asshole. So, yeah, man. Um, But all that to say. Like, Madam C.J. Walker, even though we knew her, we never knew details of her story beyond what was, like, surface level, right? Um, Bernard and Joe Morris, we didn't know their stories at all. It's so many untold black stories of success that are out there, man. I feel like Apple could have started this as, like, a recurring series. Season one could have been this. Season two could be about the millionaire who invented the shoestring and so I don't yeah. know you know what I'm saying the like, XYZ nigga yeah like and it's like y'all really could have carried that on and turned it into something not that that's up to them or to the do. YKK on your zipper nicks Whoa. I said XYZ I meant YKK either way I'm with you nigga but like that really could have been something that they developed out of this who knows what comes up next hey man it could be something dog but all that to say please stream the movie if you don't have Apple I don't really know what you're doing but to uh, people who if you don't have it, go buy a new Samsung TV. To people who asked us why we prefer Apple so much, here's another reason: because we have access to Black Excellence, and you don't. So, with that said, I'm gonna play this track on the way out. I'm Antwood. That's Jay Johnson. This week in culture, episode 92. Peace. New York City. New York City. You are now. With 50 cents, 50 cents. You gotta love it, you gotta love it. I just-
just wanna chill and twist a lot Catch stunts in my 745 You drive me crazy, shorty I need to see you and feel you next to me I provide everything you need And I like your smile I don't want to see you cry Got some questions that I gotta ask And I hope you can come up with the answers, baby Girl, it's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down? And how would you still have love for me, girl? It's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down? And how would you still?